This week on Out Now with Aaron and Abe, we're talking Gran Turismo. Aaron, are you ready to be fast and furious? Because I'll be gone in 60 seconds. That's the movie we're talking about, right? Vroom, vroom. Wait a minute, I forgot my introduction. We are now recording, and this is Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron, and as always, this is... Abe, hello! Aaron, how are you? I'm doing well. It's been a uh, it's been a hot weekend. Oof. We're talking 90s? Yeah. Not so, you know, not crazy hot, but still enough where it's like, it's pretty warm out. I mean, Southern California, summertime, August, sounds about right. Yeah, how are you doing? Uh, it has been, there was a hot day here and then it backed down to to 70s and 60s it was really nice but one evening it was just very hard to sleep it was just like 80 degrees in the room it's like what look at me complaining about 80 degrees in northern california we really nailed this uh weather chat that we update ourselves and on that the was the, the weather chat yeah back to you aaron <laughs> out now is a film podcast where Aaron and i discuss new movies legally we dig into films we have most explore for your review the occasional commentary track or some other fun movie topic this is episode 547 Five, four, seven. This is great for the Piston Cup. That's right. And this week we are talking Gran Turismo, a film that I've been made very aware is based on a true story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they won't stop telling me this. <laughs> and joining us to discuss Gran Turismo, we have from Nerd Reactor, rolling in in his 1976 mustard yellow Ford Pinto with Mark Paces. What's up? What up? What up? Also joining us from the Too Fast Too Forever podcast, getting to a stop in his vintage 1971 brick red AMC Gremlin. It's Joe Two. Hello. How are you both doing today? I'm fucking wonderful. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I swore. I don't know if I. No, this is great. Yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. Sorry, I'm we not being wonderful. As, we mark this as explicit content. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. Mark, you good? Yeah, I'm just trying not to melt out here in Southern California. <laughs> well, turn on that AC. I mean, no, it's, it's, it's on. on. Yeah, but, uh, sixty so, degrees. Glad, glad to have you guys both here. I I've been looking forward to this episode because I I because one thing it's always nice to just know what guests I you know want to get on the show beforehand. <laughs> that just that makes things so much easier. <laughs> on my part. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also. I've been uh, looking forward to just hearing about this movie more. Like it, it's, it's, it's rare that I get excited for a video game movie, and this one was no different. But I got close to getting excited for this video game movie, so I, I'm curious to hear <laughs> what what you guys certainly think about it. Is because I know of a, a familiarity with both the uh, genre and game uh, when it comes to this. So I, I'm looking forward to that conversation. But before we get to all that, hey, we got some show notes to go over. Let's do it. Uh, first up, iTunes reviews are ratings. It is good to get those. It helps out our show. It helps other people find our show. If you want to log on to iTunes, search for Out Now with Aaron and Abe. You can do just that. You can find our show, and uh, you can hit the old tab and uh, give us a rating and review, which would be great. Hit the old tab. Thank you so much in advance. Yeah, pop us up on the charts. Um, okay, what else? Commentary track. Uh, for August, we wrapped up our superhero summer theme of commentaries with the movie Blade, which just a few days ago celebrated its 25th anniversary. Uh, that was a lot of fun. That was a fun track to record, and it was a fun series of tracks to record. Uh, next month, before we get to October, where we get uh, all things related to horror, uh, next month for September, we're doing True Romance as our next oh. commentary track. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, special uh, guest, Christian Slater. That's it. <laughs> Slater, you know, he, we'll he couldn't make it? He dropped well, out? Well, no, the strike, you know. 
Oh, right, right, right. He can't no, talk he, about yeah, it. Yeah, he, he doesn't, he's not a scab. However, Michael Rappaport, I mean, he seems like he's not that busy. We could probably get him to talk about things that aren't related to the movie. <laughs> he, yeah, I'm sure he's got his own podcast going. Well, he, I mean, he's he's very loud. Uh, but <laughs> we could get him to, to like not talk about true romance, but still be here. Like, I feel like that's a, that seems like a reasonable, like something we could actually make happen if we really tried. We'll, we'll DM him tonight. Yeah. But uh, that's the commentary for next month's true romance. So pretty prepared for that. Now let's get to it. The 11th annual summer movie gamble. The penultimate week before we go over the results <laughs> Let's go. of what Abe and I, along with several other frequent guests of the show, predicted to be the top 10 highest grossing films of the summer. And oh boy. Can I make a guess? As far as. Please. Uh, as F- far as. X. Uh-huh. That's my guess. Okay. No, no, that was it. Sorry, I just had to plug my own show. That was it. That's all I had to do. Well, Fast X, I don't even think is going to make the top. I don't think. I know it's not going to even make the top 10 at this point oh. when it comes to the domestic box office. Um, but uh, this week, uh, Oppenheimer officially passed Little Mermaid at the box mm-hmm. office here. It's up to 300 and growing. Um, that was one of the kind of closer matchups here. Uh, Blue Beetle dropped 49 percent, which is not the worst drop for a movie mm-hmm. like that that's that's something for a movie that didn't open too strong so it certainly has you know word of mouth and what have you keeping it somewhat in play uh barbie still made another 17 million Sheesh. um but it was a photo finish this week as gran turismo made 17.3 million dollars <laughs> so it uh wow. just barely uh. i will see i guess we'll see tomorrow if there's an official more official number but we'll see we'll see what happens there but gran turismo not a movie that we all thought was gonna you know break the bank in the final week of the summer week sure. but it you know it made some change did did uh, that make more than blue beetle last week in its opening or no or blue beetle made 20 okay great great, great, great. or something like that i believe yeah, grand yeah. turismo now with that said uh grand turismo has been like in uh has had preview screenings for like the past two weeks like on mm-hmm. both weekends yeah two weeks. since, since oh. they abruptly moved it at the last minute to this date Got um it. so it you know it's not that again it was going to be this amazing smash of a box office hit but uh you know it it, it it it's doing what it's doing sure uh turtles win another six million it's at like 98 yeah it's gonna barely okay. creep over 100 um as far as anything else that matters here uh let's see mission impossible is trying to scrounge up as much money as it can to maybe surpass um indiana jones it, a mission has 168 indiana jones has one has 174 so if it can find uh, some extra pockets with six million dollars and change uh leading into the next weekend i think uh, joe has pants that he's gonna wash next week that has six million dollars in it so well, uh, me yeah we can look there <laughs> <laughs> well let's uh, see well you guys have the grand tourism but you have garages right you have tons of cars you just sell a bunch of those right and uh sell my my evo what those all, those all just go into upgrades <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the greater good is Tom Cruise's box office money. <laughs> the greater good. Yeah, Tom Cruise definitely needs my money. That's <laughs> that's what I always think. Aaron, we clearly know that all he needs is movies and popcorn. We've seen this video. Oh my I, god. Yeah. I, <laughs> I've seen that video too that's much because it's a point. gift. And I and he, so he says, I love my movies, I love my popcorn. I love and my then movies, he eats and, like and, two. And, my, and my popcorn. I <laughs> My assumption is like immediately after that video, he's like just throwing up violently into a trash can. <laughs> like, he's like, "Where's my Zabik? I've never touched this stuff in my life." <laughs> he's such an alien. I agree. <laughs> but yeah, uh, not much else as far as the box office goes. Got we're going to talk about it plenty next weekend in our summer results show for the movie Gamble, which also 
goes over kind of the summer in general, which will be a lot of yeah. fun. Uh, all right. Uh, what else as far as show notes go? Abe, I forgot to mention this last week. What'd you, me- what'd you forget to mention? I forgot to mention that you were once again on the Brandon Peter show on the summer of 93 talking about Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was <laughs> oh. a fun treat to have uh, Brandon Peters ask me to be on his uh, episode featuring Mariah Carey. And uh, it was a fun chat. Yeah, for those not familiar, the summer of '93 is a is a part of the Brandon Peters show where Scott Mendelson, Brandon Peters, and I talk about the summer movie season of 1993, which is literally wrapping up this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he has on Fridays a special bonus episode devoted to one of the music hits of that period. And Abe was just uh, once he's been on two now, and he was just one <laughs> on another one for to talk about the Mariah Carey song. That was a hit. This is true. This is yeah. true. Thank you so much for remembering. Uh, well, and Brandon, because I like seeing you. I watched the video and everything. <laughs> I was dancing with Mariah Carey. No, I wasn't. That. I wasn't in the video. So yeah, that's why to shout you out there. Yeah, cool. thanks. All right, let's move on now. Let's get to some bad dog quickies. Trademark. Each week now, only one movie we talk about. We talk about cookies. Trademark. That's good. I enjoyed that. Um, let's go to Mark. What have you seen recently? I saw the first episode of Netflix's One Piece, which was surprisingly um, good. Oh. Uh, better than Cowboy Bebop so far. Um, I mean, all of I've not seen the anime since I was in college, and I will not say how many years ago, because if I say it, it's just going to make me sound just going <laughs> to just gonna be depressing but i watched probably a hundred episodes of the anime before i realized how many episodes of the entire series there were at yeah. the time and i'm like yeah no i don't i don't think i want to make that commitment and so i just stopped but then everything that i've seen you know what i remember from the anime you know, the essence of the characters were there in that first episode of, you know, with Luffy, with Zoro, with Kami. What is, um, what is the, I, so I don't know One Piece. What is like the basic premise of One Piece? There is a grand treasure called the One Piece that the pirate Gold Roger, before he got executed, said that I have collected all the treasure in the world. It is now up to you to go and find my treasure go out there and explore and for many 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 years people have you know looked all over Mm -hmm. there's this place called the grand line where it's believed that um the one piece is located but that's basically no man's land for you know pirates because you know that's the most dangerous territory because they know it's there somewhere and everyone is trying to get it so everyone is just trying to attack each other for it has this and anime Luke, ended? No. No, it's still going. It's so, one so of the no, longest so they, running animes. So, they still, yeah. so, they, so it's, they still haven't found it. Mm, I it's a big no world, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think so. Mark, Mark, how many seasons is, has it been on now? I don't know, but as of right Over 15, now, right? I think it's 24. Oh, what the fuck? I, <laughs> so... Coming from 1999 is when the anime first aired. Yeah. I think right now they have almost 1,300 episodes. Got it. Okay. Okay, so That's like three weekends to catch up? Or... Uh, I, I guess <laughs> if you want to just like binge it yeah. uh, and not do anything else. I mean, it depends if you which route you want to take. You want to take see... the dub route or you want to take the sub route? I see 20 seasons. 
20 seasons. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How many how many episodes is Simpsons on or how many seasons? Simpsons has been on like 30 is on, like, on 30 yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. I, I like okay. how we like collectively all knew that Simpsons were like 30 something <laughs> seasons. Duh. I mean it stopped being good around season 12, guys. That's yeah. a take. It, it has its fans. It has its fans that are like it hey, and some, some episodes watch, later yeah. are pretty good. Joey, my podcast partner, he yeah. Simpsons fanatic. Yeah. So, okay. so so you watch so you watch the live action episode. Yes. It, it, it was yes. a solid start. It was a solid start. Yeah. There you go. Okay. I like yeah. that. Yeah. So looking forward to the rest of the season uh, when it comes out later this week. And I also saw a um gosh, I don't think I can even say what movie I watched. Mm-hmm. I have to double check on that. But I did see a horror movie on Friday recently that, you know, may or may not have been good. Okay. It wasn't. Was it some kind of sequel in a popular franchise or no? Okay. It was a low budget indie, like way low budget. I mean, Mark, that's no way to talk about your own movie. I think I might know what you'd be referring to, actually. So okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough vagaries aside. Let's go to Joe. What have you seen recently? I have a very appropriate thing that I've seen recently. Mm. I've been watching on Peacock mm-hmm. Twisted Metal. Oh, okay. okay. I, I watched and this. You oh, watch it. I is it so much better than you ever thought it should be? Really? It it entertained me quite a bit. Quite a bit. Much more than I ever thought would be possible from a video game move like video game show mm-hmm. that had no plot in the video game. There's yeah. absolutely no no way that they should have made a show about this video game. And it was incredible. I really liked it. So uh, my wife and I watched it. We fucking loved it. Highly recommended. It's awesome. It's great. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what we've been up to. And then we were also watching a lot of trash TV. Amish people, shit like that. But yes. <laughs> but not, Trash TV, not to be confused with Peacock's Twisted Metal. Not to be confused. No, that's no, one not of those the same thing. show set in a dystopian world. One's based on a video is, game. Everyone is literally like, a trash you know, person. Uh, a way of life. <laughs> yeah. Not to be confused hey. with Breaking Amish. A, a show where Jason Medzukas plays like a crazy cult leader. That's not the trash TV you're talking no, about. No, no, no. That's not b- the brain mush that I l- enjoy. But that was a good show. I really like that. And and it feels appropriate because it's a video game show Fair right enough. now. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Abe, hey, what about you? Have you guys seen this movie from 2010 called Animal Kingdom? Yes. Yeah. I, I watched Animal Kingdom because I was uh, I was I was sitting there on a Saturday. And I was like, you know, I kind of want to watch something serious or something good. And uh, I turned on HBO and HBO, or I'm gonna guess I'm gonna say Max. They took away that really cool um, uh, menu that it says like, hey, you know, recently added films and also films are gonna Ooh. be leaving pretty soon. And now you just have to scroll through a bunch of things. And Animal Kingdom showed up, and I was like, let's watch Animal Kingdom again. And uh, it's it still holds up, you know. Like there's still some really really uh, good, fantastic performances from I would say uh, Jackie Weaver, and also um, uh, who's our guy, slimy guy, Mendelssohn, Ben Mendelssohn, and also um, he's not actually there for that long, but uh, uh, Edgerton, Ed, yeah, Joel Edgerton, um, and it's it's really solid. And then I went on like a, a rabbit hole dive of 
these two young police officers that were actually involved in in a in a shooting uh and it was it's pretty sad to read about but yeah this movie animal kingdom uh pretty pretty good go check it out if you haven't seen it and also i, I should watch the movie again because i because I, I i really liked the movie and then i yeah. watched the uh well, the, show? The, the show with my, my dad and i would watch that show because it was like a summer show that would come right. on on sundays so it's like all right let's watch an episode of animal kingdom how ellen, is the show by the way ellen, ellen barkin plays the jackie weaver character it's yeah set, it's set in they don't name it but it's set technically in oceanside yeah it's, it's, it's in california <laughs> yeah and uh, the show i mean it has elements that really work, yeah, and it has elements that don't at all. And yeah. one, the element that doesn't work at all is the lead character, who's like the kid in the. In He's the supposed movie. to be like the the uh, the the new kid to the group kind of thing. Yeah, he yeah. is. Uh, he and he plays he plays Jacob in Fast in F nine. <laughs> what? I had to make sure I got that title. Young Jacob? John Cena? He plays John Cena's character. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, he plays young John Cena. He plays young okay. John Cena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he, no, John, no, John Cena plays a child. He wears a baseball cap. That's what cap. I was saying. I was like, <laughs> you just couldn't name John Cena? Wait <laughs> We're in the ring with the Fast and Furious expert right now, Mark, the, or Aaron. It's, it's no, a, I was just like, you just, you just, you just dead name John Cena? But yeah, it's the, it's the, it's the, kid, it's, it's the kid version of John Cena in F9. He's like the, okay. he's the kid in Animal Kingdom of the show. And I just, it's a mix of, I think he's, I, as an actor, and I yeah, just yeah. think, like, his character is not well-written compared to the rest. Like, Sean yeah. Hattesey plays the Ben Mendelsohn character, and he's pretty good. He's pretty good. He's kind of, like, off his rocker kind of thing. Yeah, and when you have to, like, measure up to Ben Mendelsohn, it's like, you better be doing the work. And he does. So, like, right. it, it works. But, although the worst is um, Scott Spe- Speedman. Speedman, yeah. As uh, he's Previously Joel mentioned. He's Joel Edgerton's character. Um, so he's what, he's kind of like trying to get out and, and go in the straight. No, the thing is they change him. He's like how the dare wor- they? He's like the worst of them all compared to Edgerton, who's like a saint. He's like the one good person in that movie. In that movie, yeah. So, so it's a weird like switch up. But it was on, and then like it had a final season a couple years ago. Right. It wasn't like they Ellen Barkin got killed off essentially. Like that's it, that, spoilers. That Jesus. Yeah. Jesus, I mean it's, it's like it's not a hard like, it's, it's not a hard thing to recognize, especially because no, I, I can definitely see that happening in the show series, and especially like even in the movie, you're like, hey, you know, this this person, this kid, kind of takes over. Well, what um, annoys me is that she was probably killed off because it's like we're going she, on to five seasons. She probably wants you know to be paid I was like, she, she costs too much. It's yeah. probably, she's probably renewing that <laughs> Academy Award winner Ellen Barkin. Is, yeah. and, and I'm thinking, and like I would assume the majority of the poll for that show is because Ellen Barkin is a part of it. That's why sure. like it had the audience it had, and like secondary is like yeah, they do stunts that are yeah. like extreme sports driven. Like the show's basically Point Break as a TV series using Animal Kingdom. As I mean, like nobody can sounds up my alley. Like, remake. which is a cool. It, like, that's again why it's watchable. It's very sure. much like Twisted Metal as far as being trash TV. All of this is to say that's not the, trash yeah. TV. Twisted Metal. Is I'm, not equa- tra- I'm equating these things. Got All it. Of this got to it. Say the show is entirely fine. It's okay. Special. I should watch the movie again though. Yes, please watch the movie again. On a lighter note, I watched <laughs> Lethal Weapon or not Lethal Weapon. Um, <laughs> God. No. What's one of those classic slip-ups? Lethal Weapon. No, the, <laughs> the Leslie Nielsen uh, 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 Naked Gun. Naked Gun. Thank you. <laughs> did you and, really? We yeah, just watched Airplane for our podcast. We just watched Airplane. It, okay, it's such it. a g- funny movie. Like the time, they're all the so good. Timing yeah. in this is yes. It, the opening has OJ like getting shot, and then like, his arm gets stuck in the window. It's like you know. OJ hasn't really aged well, but you know the movie itself is very funny. And are these some of the best comedic writings you've ever seen? Like Airplane, Naked Gun, the writing, and also yeah. like, 
again, just like the overall execution of it, because it's just really, really like really good, really funny. And I, I la I had like a really deep belly laugh, which I haven't really had in a while. And yeah, take again. Go check it out if you haven't. So yeah, the jokes per minute ratio and Zucker, the best Zucker brother slash uh, the other one um mm -hmm. the zazz movies like they're just they when they hit they hit they hit yeah top secret also obviously it's just... <laughs> yeah yeah that's what i've been watching aaron how about you all right i uh, really jewed it up this weekend because i uh i saw <laughs> to bat mitzvah <laughs> i mean kind yes yeah. for, but i'll get to that I'll, i says so these are all kind of thematically connected somehow i uh i saw so i saw golda uh with helen mirren wearing mm -hmm. the big junos um which has been much the subject of discussion um with a different project <laughs> she, yeah, she just brought the nose with her yeah uh but yeah no she plays gold in my ear and it apparently required a large prosthetic nose i've seen gold in my ear plenty in my life so it's like i know what she looks like and it's i don't know it's it's a lot to like handle i will say though she is good in the movie like mm -hmm. it's not like hello mirror gave a bad performance I'm not against the idea of like I know that's been the discussion that you know having a shiksa woman <laughs> playing gold in my ear and it's like I think she's fine like she did, like the movie itself is also fine it's what I like is that Abe it does the thing we like but when biopics do when it's very specific in its focus yeah so it focuses specifically on the Yom Kippur War okay and I think what the movie is trying to accomplish I think it does it well enough it's not a great movie but it has a central performance it's pretty good and it adds a little bit of style to like how to tell this kind of story so like ultimately it's fine i i can't say i was like way you know super offended or anything but it's just more like yeah you probably could have toned the nose down a little bit but otherwise you did a good job Helen Mirren. um now speaking of which i did watch uh the adam sandler produced you are so not invited to my bat mitzvah mm -hmm. uh, which features adam sandler oh. in a supporting role and his daughters are the stars and his wife is also in the movie it's a mm -hmm. big sandler affair interesting now, here's the th so first off this movie's very good it's a lot of fun. It's probably the best Sandler comedy I've seen since Rain Over Me. That's a joke. I don't know what the last <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. 1999's Rain Over Me? Blended. It's Blended. It's not, it's not a comedy. Yeah, it's um, not. It's, it's post 9-11. <laughs> but um, I, I can't think of like the last year. I mean, not counting like his um his concert movie on Netflix. Sure. One, uh, it's, pro it's by default, I think, probably the best of the happy and not counting like what's the basketball one from last year. Um. Or he's a scout. What's that oh, one? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, with uh, the oh, yeah. players. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Talking about. yeah it, like, you know, as far as the comedies go, this is probably the best one of those. And okay. what I what I appreciate about this, if we're, <laughs> if I want to put Adam Sandler on a pedestal ahead of Helen Mirren for a second, what I like is <laughs> when you at when you know when you look at Golda and people ask the question, it's like, well, they needed Helen Mirren because it was gonna you know draw more uh, attention or what have you. There's <laughs> never mind the fact that there are plenty of Jewish actresses in Hollywood, but the and and the dozens of people that saw Golda now because Helen Mirren was in it. But what I like about this movie, this bat mitzvah movie, is. This is Adam Sandler being in control where he's a producer who can actually hand his movies off mm -hmm. to other people. And in this case, he handed ah. it, he let it, I mean, nepotism at its finest, right? As far as that goes. But even regardless <laughs> of that aspect, put that aside, he still traded in being like a lead in another Netflix movie to letting somebody else be the lead sure. and, and handing a, a new female director uh, the reins to take to take on the project as opposed to like one of his regular guys or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And that's the kind of thing, like when you ask, well, how else would you get these movies funded? Well, it's like Helen Mirren could instead just be a producer and be a supporting role in a movie and, and champion some other, you know, new face or what have you. That's what I think when it comes to 
what are the answers to these questions as far as it's called acting and you need this person to fund these movies well it's like Adam Sandler has more money than God. Like he, he can, yeah, he can, he can afford to produce a film and then put somebody else in the spotlight and still like be involved in his own mm-hmm, way. Like mm-hmm. so, that's in addition to just liking the movie. I like that. I like that it has a specific focus as far as yeah, it's about these like middle school girls and they're having their bat mitzvah and there's mm-hmm. drama and whatnot. Uh, but it's also pretty. It's just funny. Like it's got a lot oh, of good. It's got a lot of just good jokes in it and whatnot. And it's nice to see them being delivered. Not by you know Spade and Nick Swarsden and <laughs> the and, cast of uh, Grown Ups Four. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, all all of those people. It's yeah. like this does the job. You know, you said that that Sandler's in there, and then he kind of takes a bad seat. Does he like leave the movie for the middle of it? Well, he play he plays like the dad, and it's not about yeah. the dad; it's about the daughters. Sure, of course, so it's, yeah. he's him and, and and it has Adina Menzel as his wife. So it's actually an uncut gems. I think you mean Adele <laughs> Dazim. <laughs> Adele <laughs> Dazim. <Yeah>. Yep, <laughs> I'm with you, Abe. <laughs> Get it right, Aaron. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Mr. Hollywood. <laughs> you know, you jumped on it so fast that I thought, did I say it wrong for a second? <laughs> we all Wait know that John Travolta never, never told a lie. <laughs> like, you got at me so, I'm like, wait a minute, did, what, am I wrong? <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was, okay. it did the job. I was happy with that movie. I saw Bottoms. Yes, uh, yeah, the, yeah. This is the follow-up film from the director of Shiva Baby, a film that I really liked. Um, and this movie is hilarious. Uh, if we want to talk about like joke to jokes per minute, mm-hmm. uh, this has it. This is a, a it's another like wacky high school comedy. Uh, it has Rachel Sennett once again, who's was in Sheen of Chief of Baby. She mm-hmm. co-wrote this one this time. It has Aoi DeBerry uh, from the uh, from the Bear. They play like best friends who start a fight club to meet people. <laughs> it's like that's ridiculous on itself. Uh, the whole high school that they're in is like heavily satired okay uh like there's nothing like real about like the 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 setting that they're in as far as high school is concerned like among other things that i could say about why this movie is so funny marshawn lynch is fucking hysterical in this dude he's great in everything (laughs) everything he's in watch his show we beg for him in everything that we watch like we were watching stars on mars he's the best part of that too everything that he's in it, he, like he was, I saw him in Murderville, the Will Arnett. <laughs> Murderville, yeah, amazing, yeah. best episode. And that's like, I didn't. It's like, okay, that's a choice. And then it's like, oh, he's got, he's got it. Okay, and now seeing him here as like one of the teachers in the high school, it's like, okay, so Marshawn Lynch is just one of the better comedic people out right now. He's so, <laughs> he really is. He's always <laughs> yeah. been funny, Aaron. So, so yeah, this movie, it, it's along with that, and he's just a psychiatric side role. Like the whole yeah. thing is just nuts and really funny like it does the job but like it's Ooh. very different from shiva baby so like claustrophobic and like plays like a thriller that happens to be a comedy this is much broader very satirical it's just it's a lot of fun okay um in the exact same i got one more and then i'll stop. yes um it's retribution the other film release of this week with Heard liam neeson yes um uh, <laughs> liam neeson i will, I will... <laughs> <laughs> we should give everybody car pun names this episode he's <laughs> fun Sorry, he says it like like Lee, he says Nissan in the movie, and that was I was like, is he talking about Liam Neeson? Is this motherfucker going to show up in Gran Turismo? And he did it. The God, whole if movie. He, if okay, Liam Neeson okay, showed mind. up in Gran Turismo, that would have been pretty amazing. Just neck chopping kids. <laughs> I let me say this about this about retribution. Sorry, I I, I know I. I I, I I feel like we've uh, kind of got over the spell of is it great that Liam Neeson's in all these action movies a while ago at this point. This is one of the better ones I've seen in some time. Really? Wow. 
I, huh. I I will say this. It's um it's not directed by uh Young Colette Sarah, who directed like the best ones of these outside of mm-hmm. Taken when it comes to what the commute nonstop is like the one that I like the most, sure. but the the commuter and unknown's like the worst one. But um regardless, I I, I those so collaborations great. are the most fun, I think, because they just they go full tilt like Hitchcockian. Mm-hmm. This one is produced by Sarah, but it has director Nimrod Antal on board. And yeah, he, did he, did, he did a project recently. Predators right? and yeah. um and um what's the armored and vacancy? Like he makes these B movies that I like. Mm-hmm. And if the days of Sarah Neeson are gone, I'm all for Antal Neeson because I think this one, while nothing special, I do think it delivers what I want from this kind of thing with Neeson at this point, where he's he's not an action guy. He's just like a a, a dad who's made bad business deals. Yeah. What's what's this one? Because we we call them all like train taken, plane taken. Which one is this one? <laughs> this one. It, let, what, what's the best uh, version? What's the name? one word nailed it title it, of this it, one? Taken. Phone, it's phone booth taken. Oh. Phone booth. Okay, cool. Okay. I like that. Yeah, that right. sounds he, good. Okay, he, but he's but he's stuck in a car. Yeah. Uh, it's car phone. Booth. It's car phone booth. Car phone. Booth car phone taken. It's mobile yeah. phone. Okay. Booth. Okay. It's mobile phone booth taken. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Thank you. That's what I wanted. Thank and you. And it. I mean, again. This is nothing special, but compared to the ones I've been seeing in the last couple of years, this is a lot better. So I, I'm all for that. If there's more Nimrod Untold, Liam Neeson movies, uh, cool, because I, I, I like what we got here. You have to buy that he's like a 71 year old man who has two high school kids. It's like, OK, <laughs> I'm sold. Yeah, uh, they're in the car, too. One of them spider from Avatar. Uh, so it's like, oh, the, that kid's working. <laughs> it's Scream, he's a Liam Neeson movie. He's like, this kid's That's got right. it. Yeah, I was like, what was the last movie he was in? It was Scream. Yeah, it was Scream. And I was yeah, like, he's, he's like, he's like quite the resume. Compared to Avatar 2? <laughs> yeah, this is what I was questioning. I was like, well, he he's not in Avatar makeup, and he's not shirtless, so he can't see if he's jacked, but mm. he seems shorter than Scream. So I feel like it was filmed in between? before that, in between at yeah, some point. Got it. Okay. No dreads, though, um, which no, he, no. Should have all, he should have those all the time. Uh, so that, that's what I've been watching. That's a trademark. <laughs> let's move on now. Let's get to our main. Let's get to our trailer talk. Where we talk about one of the newest movie trailers of the week when it's coming out. What do we, what we think of it? What have you? And this week we have Rebel Moon. This is the new Netflix film from Zack Snyder. Um, it is part one of a two-part set. Uh, this one being a Child of Fire uh, that comes out in the winter, where the follow-up film, The Scar Giver, comes out uh, next in next April um the film what can i even say i as far as the premise goes i'll just say this this was what Zack snyder's like pitch for a star wars movie was gonna be and yeah instead of that it's now just mm-hmm. its, own, it's its own thing and uh if you watch this trailer you'll be like oh yeah star wars um because that's like it's like what if Zack snyder did star wars seems like the basic idea of of, of this movie it stars sofia batella john Manhantu, uh of gran turismo fame of course uh charlie hunnam uh, Michelle Huseman, Duna Bay, Ray Fisher, Anthony Hopkins narrates because he was free, Jenna Malone, Ed Screen. It's got a lot of people in there. All of that being said, let's uh, let's go to Joe first this time. What did you think of the trailer for uh, Rebel Moon? I had no idea, uh, no surprise, but I had no idea this movie was coming out. Um, it looked like something fun to watch, you know, late at night on Netflix and to just, you know, be incoherent and enjoy a fun film by Zack Snyder and I didn't know there's two parts of it everything but I love Mahosi Jaconda hmm. have to plug my boy that is the main villain 
and Fast and the Furious, eight, I think, seven. Seven, Furious seven. Seven, yeah, Furious seven. And just, this is, it looked like a wild ride. I like I like the fantasy version, like the fantasy aspects of it. So, I think I'll watch it. Like I, you, you turned me on to it with the with the trailer. I don't usually watch trailers, but like I'm in. Cool. Are you a Zack Snyder guy in general? Like I, I don't mean, think you're necessarily. A, it doesn't sound like you're a passionate Snyder fan. Uh, no, but, no, no, no. I'm not. Think. So like, but like I was like, this looks fun, and you described it absolutely perfectly dead on. I was like, is this? a star wars movie as i'm i was like i don't know what this trailer's for and i thought that it could be a star wars series that was coming out on disney and i was it it said netflix at the beginning and i was Mm -hmm. like i don't know and i was like oh no it's not so yeah like uh, no not as a huge uh zack snyder fan for any reason but like yeah i'll watch this all right well, Mark, you famously flew one of the planes that said release the Snyder Cut over Comic-Con, right? So what did you think of the trailer for Rebel Moon? <laughs> I thought that it's pretty much a, you know, beautiful-looking Snyder film. And, you know, visuals is the one thing that Snyder always nails. But it's the content itself that's always iffy every time you watch it. But I've always, you know, dreamed of what his original idea um, for a Star Wars movie would look like. Because the original idea for Rebel Moon was Seven Samurai meets Star Wars, Uh where a bunch of Jedi would come together or, you know, after Order 66 would come together to save a village. And... Mm -hmm. I was like, man, I love Seven Samurai. I love, you know, Star Wars. And this was before the DC, he went to DC. And I'm like, okay, you know, with Zack Snyder at the helm, dude, this is going to be awesome. Like, I cannot wait for this. And seeing Rebel Moon, I'm like, okay, I can see, like you guys said, it's Star Wars. It's got the whole, you know, different people concept coming together. Okay, I got that. It's got base Nazis, aka the Empire, it seems like. So it's got, you know, everything that I want. Does it really need to be, you know, two well, two hour movies, like four hours total? I don't know. We'll see. But, you know, visually the trailer got me really interested in watching it. Whether or not I want to watch it in the theater probably in a theater but you know we'll see mm-hmm. all right abe how about you uh it looks like a lot <laughs> it looks like there's just a lot going on on the screen and it, it, snyder's got his touches which i enjoy from time to time which is a lot of like you know slow motion uh action which is fantastic i didn't know that it was two parts until you mentioned uh, well, it, says it, the tra- it says it in the trailer. At the end, yeah, it says it. Probably, yeah. probably was I, like, I, I didn't, I didn't know it was two parts either. Eh? I was so just checked out. You know, I was thinking about Jamin Monty shooting that dude like a gun and, and like kicking him 300 style. Um, and that was pretty cool. So I'm excited for probably the, the Snyder things that I like about Snyder movies, which are his action sequences and the way that he sets up, you know, friends and stakes and characters. But I am curious around all of this and and maybe and whether it is going to be 
excessively too much. Not not in a terrible way, but just more of a well, I've got to devote like what Mark was saying, X number of hours to this, um, just to see the completion. So yeah, seems like a lot. Yeah, I um, you know, I I, gen- I generally like Snyder's films, despite not being this you know cultist when it comes to his work. I I've been very questionable about his DC projects, but outside of that, I generally like what he has to offer. Although our I believe second episode ever, Sucker Punch, neither of us like that movie at all. That movie was terrible. Um, <laughs> but um, but even, uh, even when somebody explained it to me, I was like, it's still not a good movie. Man. No, it's not. Uh, it's bad. I don't care what Scott Mendelson says. It's bad. Um, <laughs> this one, I, I'll say this. I mean, the the notion of Zack Snyder doing a Netflix movie means now he has free reign. And that would worry me, except I really liked Army of the Dead. <laughs> so it's like, well, I've already seen him do Netflix once already and have like anything at his disposal to use it with. And I quite enjoyed that movie. Mm-hmm. So... I feel less concerned here just because it seems like this is more of a passion project for him compared to that, which is more like, I want to get a lot out of my system. Let me make a zombie movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I I can agree as far as, yeah, it does look like there's a lot going on, but I mean, it's a movie. Like I'll learn what I need to learn and go from there. I just hope, like Mark, you said that there's something to match what's visually taking place because I think my issue with Snyder largely tends to be, yes, he knows how to hold the camera and he serves as his own cinematographer at this point. So it's certainly, and you can see from the trailer alone, every shot's certainly going to be like screensaverable. Like that's not really a question for me, but whether or not Mm -hmm. he has, he has a grapple on the material. And that's not in like, he can, if he want, if he can explain it, that's cool. But if it's, if it's reflected in the material, that's what matters most. And I see him coming up with that issue Often when it comes to his work, yes. you know, themes yeah. that he doesn't really explore or ideas that maybe he thought about, but like they don't register in the film. That's what I'm hoping gets resolved in something like this, a two part story with all these characters and expansive world and what have you. I, I want that to work out for the best. It's two parts. I don't like that he's saying I already have a director's cut ready for the first part. It's like, dude, make the what? First, make the movie the <laughs> yeah. first. Make the movie the he's first. Got time. Like, creative, exactly. What, like, what make, is he talking yeah. about? Make, make the movie the way you wanted the first time around. Don't like maybe watch it twice <laughs> so yeah. we can fill yeah. in whatever fucking gaps there are. Netflix is like, this is genius. Do it. But if, I mean, in terms of like, hey, here's a bunch of like people that have cool screen presences holding sci-fi weapons. Yeah. All right. Sure. Sick. Sure. I, yeah. I hope I can see it on a big screen. Like I, I like the, you know, yes, I get the whole like, yeah, you can just turn it on casually. That's cool. I like, you know, if you make it a movie like this, I'm hoping I get the option, as you know, privileged press, um, to, to, <laughs> to get to have a chance to watch it on a big screen. So we'll see what happens there. But um, yeah, uh, Rebel Moon opens in, opens in, it it streams on Netflix starting December twenty second. Uh, it does say there's a limited theatrical release plan, which makes sense for these very costly movies, but we'll see mm-hmm. what happens. Um, and nobody will talk about it because the struggle will still be going. <laughs> we'll go from there. But... Amen. <laughs> um, okay. Let's uh, let's move on now. Let's get to our main review for Gran Turismo. Who do you think the best driver is? Probably Rory. I would dust him in a lap. Yeah. All you do is play video games with some crazy dreams of racing cars. Dad, you're the one that told us to always do something we love. You know what racing cars cost? Look around. It's not our world, son. What is this? It's a contest. The best Gran Turismo players in the world. 
get a chance to compete in professional racing. Dude, this is real. This is real. I'm sorry. You really think you're going to take a kid who plays video games in their bedroom, you're going to strap him to a 200-mile-an-hour rocket. It'll tear him to pieces. That should have been some of the trailer for Gran Turismo. Two things seem to have been consistently true for years now. Video game movies have been on a long upward climb to achieve good cinematic results, and Neil Blomkamp can't seem to match his Best Picture-nominated debut film, District 9. Gran Turismo brings the two together as Blomkamp directs this dramatization of the story of Jan Marderborough, a gamer with aspirations of becoming a race car driver. His father, Jaimon Hansu, scoffs at this idea. How could this kid become a racer? Well, not so fast, Shazam. Marketing guru Danny Moore has developed a contest to have Nissan build the GT Academy, which will put the top Gran Turismo players in the world in a competition to become a professional racer under the mentorship of coach David Hellboy Harbor. Will Jan have what it takes? Joe, I want to know. You know this game. You've been known to talk about a fast car or two in your day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's your take on this based on a true story video game movie? So I watched this movie this Friday morning, very hungover. And I want to say that it emotionally pulled me more than I ever thought it should. I, I like the like it for video game movies, video game shows that we were just talking about, like this had way more actual substance than I ever thought was gonna come out of this movie based on the trailer based on the game these kind of things i had known the story we had talked about it because uh when we were watching i don't know what the last movie that i was on with you guys fast we x watched fast x yeah when we watched the trailer for gran turismo and i was like oh shit like i know this story because like i had known that they'd done this competition and things like that and i was like this is honestly pretty heartwarming and like i really enjoyed watching this movie and uh, yeah, way more than I thought that I would. I came in with a sourpuss. Like I was like, oh no, this isn't going to be as good as it should be. And it like really tugged at my heartstrings. Maybe it was Friday morning. Maybe it was being hungover. I don't know, but I really liked it. Okay. Mark, let's go to you. Where are you with, uh, what, what's your experience? Like, we, we should, I should have asked you this too, Joe. We can oh get back yeah. Later, but like, Mark, what's yeah. your experience with Gran Turismo and, and what'd you think of, of this movie? I've been playing since answers my one on the playstation one man i've been you know seems like it, joe agrees yeah i mean i and it's not something that i outright wanted to play it's just you know my cousin it was there had the game <laughs> yeah it was there he used it's an it easy game babysitting mm -hmm. device and i'm like i played and i was like man this is actually really fun this isn't like you know, Mario Kart or nope. Speed at the time. This is completely different racing game that I'm used to. And I got hooked instantly. And it was because of that game that I developed my love for the Nissan Skyline mm. R34 GTR because that is a beautiful car. And for those that do not know, that's the car that... um that um, Brian? Oh, my God. Yeah, that Brian yeah. drove in... Um, too fast, too furious. Too, too fast, fast, too furious. Yeah. yeah, and I've loved that car ever since. I've loved all iterations. I've loved all you know versions of Gran Turismo. 
GT Sport, not so much because that's more, you know, competitive only. But, you know, I digress because I'm not that great of a, you know, online driver compared to, you know, other people. But mm-hmm. I try. And that's all you really have to do is try. Yeah. And, you know, I've I've been aware of, you know, the story of Jan for since, God, since, you know, he first showed up on gt academy because i followed that too mm-hmm. on um back when the what was it p i believe it was ps2 days when they started doing like these like you know online streaming series before it was even a thing uh-huh. that's that's the one thing that the gt academy is you know so good is that a lot of it was ahead of its time you know taking a driver putting them, you know, out there on a real racing because Gran Turismo is like real racing. Race car drivers now do that on the side. Right. They stream on Twitch. They drive, you know, tracks because like Jan says in the movie, you know, I've driven this, you know, track hundreds of times already. And, you know. And the game itself Gran- is, a, is a simulator. Like, oh, it, yeah, it's right, a simulator. It, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the movie, you know, inspired me to create a rig of my own, you know, so I can play online with my friends on, you know, Grand Turismo 7. And, you know, I thought, you know, like Joe said, it was like, it's an emotional story. And that's what differentiates, you know, Grand Turismo from other video game movies. Is it the, you know, perfect movie? No, it's, you know, no. that underdog story is like, really cliched like they took the best parts of like every underdog story in existence like you know on top of my head like rocky or um ford versus ferrari um real steel and they took all you know cherry picked all the best parts and put together this storyline but the way that neil blomkamp you know kind of did his own thing to the movie i think that's what kind of elevated you know the movie above, you know, all other video game movies, despite, you know, the kind of like, um, you know, uh, cherry picking like storyline. And I think my only other gripe in the movie is that I wish there was more racing scenes in the movie. I mean, they could have easily taken out the love storyline in it and just added more racing scenes. That's not to say that there isn't a lot of racing. Like I think half the movie Mm -hmm is racing scenes but they just take you know they go to so many tracks in the movie that it's just like small snippets here and there and i just wish that they just you know kind of like in fortress ferrari where they just focus on one track and showed like a lot of the great cinematography of you know that neil blanc had and his cinematographer did because a lot of the cinematography in gran turismo kind of reminded me a lot of you know, Ken Block's Jim Connor like sure. videos where it's yeah. like hmm. low, high, you know, all over the place. You can follow all the cars. And I thought that was awesome. And I just wish that there were more of that in the movie, you know, as one single, you know, race as opposed to like little snippets here and there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, overall, I just thought that, you know, it was, you know, probably one of my favorite video game movies. Um, out there 
probably as high as like Sonic. I think that's the only other wow. video game movie that I enjoyed was, you know, is Gran Turismo. Yeah. Hey, if you uh, famously hate cars, what do you think, Gran Turismo? I, I hate cars. I'm just <laughs> like, you know, like, let's all fly in helicopters. You know, why isn't everybody rich like me? Those are dangerous as shit. No, helicopters are my biggest fear. I'm the one that advised Tom Cruise mm-hmm. to fly a helicopter on his own, you know, <laughs> for Mission Impossible <laughs> 6. Uh, no, I, I love cars. I love uh, Gran Turismo. My cousin also had a PlayStation PS1, and he got his cousin has this apparently. What's up? Everybody's cousin has your because I didn't have money. Does no one actually buy the game? Had to go. They were. I had the games. I had the games. Go. Yeah. They were. They were older cousins. They were older cousins. Older cousin games, though. They were. They were. Yeah. Yeah. And it was. It was one of those things where you know you you play in large groups. You 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 can play by yourself and max out all your cars and stuff in your garage. But with all that being said, um, I still watch F1 today. Mark and I talk about it. You know, from ever so often. Uh, mm-hmm. probably like every day <laughs> and then there's actually just a race today as well uh yep. and um, oh we watch i watched there you go yeah f1 in the house yep. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you do you have the f1 subscription and you get the like the the team comms and like the driver view oh but that's where they do you get not, it. okay I've been do you do not do it oh dude i have no, three tvs in my house i have three <laughs> tvs in my house wait i have three screens and i get char on one Carlos on the other. There you go. Headset on. Get the comms from Char. Over here. Oh, oh f- wow. I mean, come I'm on. I'm so yes. sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. For today. For today. Uh, I also have a racing wheel, which I think Mark, you do as well. I don't know. I don't know if you yeah. do, Joe. I've got a, a Logitech G G29. Um, and no, uh, yeah, I, I don't. I, it's really fun to just drive from time I'm, to time and and try yeah. and get on these racing lines. With all that said, the movie I think is good. Like it's not it, it's not great. It's not you know just fine. I think it's actually good. And like whatever I just, everybody else said here, I think the human elements are the things that are the best parts of this movie. Whether that's the relationship with Jan and you know Hellboy himself, or Jan and his mm-hmm. dad, um, I thought that those really really worked. The other things that work are the racing things, like what Mark was saying. I would agree. That it's weird that that there's a lot of car racing in here, but there's also not a lot of racing in here, which kind of didn't it didn't super irk me. But I'm also thinking to myself, I wish that you had shown maybe more je ne sais quoi of racing because you know when I'm looking at these overhead shots, I don't know if Mark you noticed this too. It's like not a lot of vibration in these cars. I was like, mm-hmm. I would like to see something like a rush style. Where it feels like I'm like in this race with these people, kind of uh, going through when when he does do his first race and the the audio kicks in, you're like, oh, this is cool, you know, when they finally actually have like the five GT guys uh, racing for who's gonna be the top spot. But all this to say, I liked a lot of the Easter eggs that were either digs to current F1 or former F1. I don't know if you guys like that. <laughs> you just can't buy your way into yes. racing, Nikki. Yep. So that's like a dig at Nikita Mazepin, whose father bought an F1 team. Maza spins. I was a terrible racer. About, (laughs) you know, Lance Stroll. Lance Stroll, too, but at least, you know, he's he's holding his own a little bit. Um, Yeah, I like that there's a F1 Red Bull, (laughs) Red Bull principal's (laughs) wife playing Jerry Hallwell as the wife here in this movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I like that there was like a dig at Ferrari. Sorry, Joe. It's like, oh, there goes the Ferrari out in the it's first okay. lap. It's okay. It, that's that's my life. It's yeah. okay. But um, I, I really did enjoy, uh, the again, the human elements parts of this. 
I think that at a certain point, it becomes a little bit uh, circular in the way that Neil is showing these cars and the way that he's showing clutch shifts and, and gas pedals and whatever else. So again, maybe that's because the length of it is just that it has to go through six, seven races at the end of this movie, but um, variation would have been cool. I think that there's a really uniqueness about this story that's being told in that it's not super unique, but more just like it feels like a throwback. It feels like a 90s elemental throwback of just kid from uh other side of the tracks kind of gets his thing, uh, rags to riches type story. It's it's really kind of neat the way that they did that, but again, it doesn't really really amount to anything. Um, and so much is so much of the other details of this movie are fabricated anyway, but. What a what a a, a fun <laughs> movie! I I'm on the same page with Joe. It's like it was probably better than I thought it was gonna be because I was yeah. expecting like a really shitty like same years like this, yeah like this kid that gets into this academy and starts driving, um and then he makes it. It's like oh wow I I haven't we seen this? But it's it's not that they decided to make a story out of this real person, Jan Marlborough, Martinborough. So when I got my PlayStation Three. The first games I had were Metal Gear Solid 2, Grand Theft Auto 3, and Gran Turismo 3. Um, mm-hmm. I played 2 because, unlike you guys, my uncle had um, Gran Turismo. <laughs> oh, okay, not your cousin. <laughs> just your uncle. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, he had, he, and I remember when he got, when 2 came out, because he had been playing 1, and we had to do like the whole memory card transfer thing to get all the cars <laughs> and stuff onto 2, so Man. you didn't have to like... So you'd have to like redo your licenses and stuff like oh, that. Oh God, that. yeah, um, super so, license. So that was already yeah. taken care of. Um, and it was like I was more watching it than playing it at that time. Right. Um, so when by the time three came out, or like when PlayStation Two came out, and I had three, I played three. I'm not a car guy. Um, it's not my thing. I played the game well enough. I enjoyed what I had, but it wasn't like I need to keep getting every version of Gran Turismo to keep this going. <laughs> I had a good time with it though. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm I'm more of the I like Burnout is my racing game series of choice. Oh, uh, mm, that's my number two because I like cars go boom. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, obviously Mario Kart, but who doesn't like? If you don't like Mario Kart, you're a communist. But that's um, that's, but that's, the, a, that's a different thing. That's a different. It's a, that's it's a, not, yeah, it's, it's a yeah. different thing. It's a yeah. whole completely different thing. Yeah. It's more and like burnouts arcadey, but like what I'm saying yeah. is, it's just like this is not my area of expertise when it comes to like automobiles or what have you. Um, with all of that being said, I guess I mean I had greater faith than I think you guys did as far as the potential here, mainly because I just think the foundation of a movie like this is so straightforward where it's like you'd have to be really bad at this movie to fuck it up so it's like fair i i I got i got pretty much what i expected out of it which is good um i enjoyed the movie Uh, i would agree it's one of the best and you know abe you know me i get pretty protective over what i think are the better video game yeah i was actually really thinking about your opinion this weekend i was like i wonder what aaron thinks about this i I was i would also was like like oh aaron is gonna hate this movie uh, i have my i have my letterbox list and i you know i (laughs) i I update that frequently because i know what video game movies are good and which are bad and why everybody else is wrong Um, (laughs) (laughs) but uh no this one is in the top five so i mean it's got that wow um But it does the. It's because it does the job, and it does it by being the best kind of. Because it's like Gran Turismo. What movie do you make from a game? Like, if you want to talk about game, games that have no plot, Gran Turismo is right at the top of that list. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Yes. It's, yeah. it's just a simulator. Yeah. There's nothing there. So I really like, and I, you know, I didn't know this story before I heard about this movie. Like I said at the time, we talked about the trailer. 
I I like that it's like this is basically just a biopic that happens to involve the game Gran Turismo. That's Amen. a cool idea. That's yeah. a cool approach. Yep. And you have Blomkamp here, who is a gamer. I mean, his District yep. Nine was going to be Halo until that fell through, so he made District right. Nine. Right. I mean, like, and he plays he plays Gran Turismo. He plays video games. So it's like, okay, you got someone that knows this material. He's telling this story. It it like I said, I think it's hard to mess something like this up unless you just make like disastrously wrong choices. Fortunately, he's a you know as much as we might not appreciate Elysium or Chappie, uh, as much as we like District Nine, he is a creative director. I mean, yes. the, the the problems of Elysium uh-huh. and Chappie don't have to do with his his you know his camera techniques, right, and, or the visuals, the visual yeah. effects, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Like, so it's like add this to this story. Cool. I like this movie. I like how it looks. Mm-hmm. I think they're. He's no Michael Bay, but he uses a lot of drone shots, which I appreciated. Um, there's good layering of video game UI on top of the. Amen. I thought this was a hundred percent. Yeah, it helped it stand out. It like is it you know does it is it revolutionary? No, but I mean no. it's it's a clever way <laughs> to acknowledge that there is a video game origin to a movie like this, right. where if you didn't know that going in and you're just like I want to see a race car movie, it's like oh okay, there's something here. I think it does a good job of establishing those things. You have a more than qualified cast because Jaimon Hansu's here as the father doing mm-hmm. the most thankless work possible. Yeah, incredible but work. But he's obviously great. And then I was, but I was surprised at how good Jerry, Spice Girl Jerry Hallowell is in this movie to the point where yeah. it's like, who is that? I know, like, I'm like, this, see, this person looks familiar. I don't recognize them off. It's like, is who? And then I'm like, oh, Jerry Hallowell. <laughs> All right. Uh, but like as the parents, like them alone are like quite solid. But then mm-hmm. you have the rest of this cast. And like David Harbour's obviously like the MVP. He just got all the great lines and he just the best arc or what have you. Like he's a lot of fun here. He does the job. I like Archie Madikwe. I, I think he's solid as Judd. It's not like the most deep part, but right. I I I like the you know, I'm not as enamored as I was of like Zolo last week with a blue beetle, but I do think he does the job for like a role like this. I wish Orlando Bloom had more to do. Uh, and agreed and, but the problem is because i because I, I like forgot this is like reality so my mind was like well he's obviously the villain right he's gonna do something horrible or whatever. yes like, same and it's like but he's not because this is a movie like it, it's a movie <laughs> based on a, a true story so you yeah. have to be like the guy that sells everyone out at the end of the Aaron, like, did you know it's based on a true story you know i i had a feeling <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, the, the, okay. 40, the 47 times this movie tried okay. to tell me that and everyone else Phew! I, I, just making I, sure but i realized it that you know about midway through uh <laughs> but like Orlando, he's completely good here it's just like there's not a lot of meat to that character beyond yeah. i have an idea and then it's like why are you still involved well i had the idea like yeah yeah exactly <laughs> i've got to make sure yep. that this goes okay i'm the marketing guy but like in any other movie if this was like a non-true story he would be like the evil corporate guys like you signed the contract yep. jan you belong yep. to me now like you do right. something, yep. but it's like mm-hmm. it's not that movie because this is reality um, so it's yeah. like okay fine the cast does the job the racing stuff i think is pretty cool like i yeah I, I could agree that yeah. know, there's a reliance on showing the stuff a lot, but it's also like, you know, I I feel like it just shows that um, Blomkamp was just really, he really enjoyed filming that stuff and he wanted to show it off. That said, this movie's two hours and 15 minutes. You could trim some of that out. Yeah, exactly. Sure, yeah. sure. Uh, I could get. I can understand why there's not a ton of like. There's a lot of. There's a lot of racing. The second half, especially once they get past the GT Academy, they're like racing mm-hmm. constantly. But it's also like if you have more racing. I mean, there's not a. It becomes pretty repetitive. I would think. I I don't think there's too much drama to milk out of that. Yeah, and it is what it is. I 
I think it does. You can't kill off more real life people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. But, but I, mean, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Like I think it it does an adequate job as far as like presenting the, the sport of it all. But I think it's still filmed well, yeah. and like the movie is fun and it 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 moves along well enough. Like I said, it's a long movie and it could be shorter. It but is. at the same time, it's like, hey, it does it does what it needs to do. Right. It works as an underdog story. It's got good characters that you care about. Uh, even like the drama that builds from rivalries, I think is adequately handled by the end of this movie. It's such like an eighties, like Iceman and Maverick thing. Yep. Yeah, there's, a lot of, oh, there's, a lot, there's a lot of Top Gun in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. uh, yeah. I mean, there's no, like, no beach volleyball though. Like, like Mark, you said, like <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of like building blocks of underdog movies that you've seen in here. Right. And just movies in general, like this, as far as like the first half, you got to learn how to do the thing. And then the second half is about doing the thing. So it's like, yeah, all right. But no, I like this movie. I enjoy yeah. it. It's a pretty solid video game movie. There you go. I want to ask you guys about the cold opening here. The cold opening is actually just like this primer on what Gran Turismo is um, and how it was made. I'm curious if you guys were like, oh, this is actually helpful or is it just more of like a cool thing to know about uh, Kazunori Yamauchi uh, and the game? I mean, it does exactly what's, you know, it's like a Star Wars scroll, essentially. It's like, yeah, here we go. Here's the things. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and we're done. Like, we, that's <laughs> that's all the information we need. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. know. What I mean, as I mean, we're all fans of the game. We know the story, but we know that it's not just for us. It's for general audiences, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you got to explain that as well. Because, you know, no one who is not a Gran Turismo fan or knows about the game knows that it's a racing simulator. They just see cars driving on a road. It's a video game. Mm-hmm. You know, they just think it's another Mario but they don't know like the real world implications of racing on a racing sim like this. So I get why, you know, they did it. But for us, it's like, oh, we know this already. Oh, I can just like blank out for this moment. It was cool, though. <laughs> yeah, it was like forging I... the rings kind of thing. No, it's sick. <laughs> it's sick as shit. Like, I, I love the whole thing because I was like, yeah, like for me, too, I I'm with Mark. Like, th- this is the closest thing we ever got to like driving fast cars that we couldn't afford, right? So, mm-hmm. like, right. so to 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 tell everyone, like, no, 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 this is not just a game that you're just racing cars, like crazy taxi Mario Kart, th- like you know, like these like virtual. I, I, be- I believe things. the title is Crazy Taxi. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. Wait, wait, but this is based on a real story. So we are talking. Yeah, Gran Turismo is based on a real story. Right. So this is true life racing sim, and he says it multiple. Th- this is a racing right. simulator. We are simulating driving cars. No, but like even when you're playing PlayStation One and you're playing Gran Turismo One, Gran Turismo Two, like this was as close as we fucking got. To driving cars that we can't afford right. and like this is amazing so like yes to, to tell the the general audience that like you know i'm sitting there in the theater by myself and like i'm like yes but like the the person that should be sitting next to me like this is what this is about you yeah, know what i mean what like i'm also telling them and i'm seconds. like yeah for those 10 <laughs> seconds or less i am free <laughs> this is what we're doing <laughs> I almost had you, Joe. You almost. You I, I do want 
I do like the he never had your car. I uh, I do like the photo <laughs> that um that the real Jan was like the stunt driver for Archie. Right. Like, yeah. I, I thought yeah. That's, that's fun. I I I mean like if anything, I <laughs> this movie's long. It tells a very familiar story. And you basically, you know, you guys already know that story. I don't know it, but it's like it's not hard to suss out what's going to happen. No, you're gonna, they, know. they also yeah. like don't they yeah. also don't really give you any twists and turns. It's like it's very straightforward. Of like, yep. great, you're clearly gonna all feel cut. good, yeah. but, but all but, feel but, good but the whole I, time. But what, but what I appreciate is that be, even though I'm like, I mean, there would it'd be weird if they're telling the story about this kid that lost. But uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, but, it worked for Rocky. It did. <laughs> yeah, but that's not like based. On, there's no, there's, there's no based on a true story element there. <laughs> this is a story. Wait, it's this like, movie was based. They would have told story. you on the ticket that if Rocky what? was based on a true story, yeah, they would have told I'm you. I'm trying to compliment the movie. I'm trying to say I like that, despite the fact that I'm not necessarily going to be surprised by like how this shakes out. I do think they add enough stuff here, whether it's dramatized or sure. not, that like I'm still compelled throughout the movie by the beats that it's hitting. Things like. Jaiman Hansu being like, I don't care about this son's career. I wanted to work trains like me because he's going to be a loser. He just plays games. And he's like, I hear, I'm here to support you, son. There's like bits like that. We're like, yeah. all right, movie, you got Dude, me. That was very hard time. That's what I'm yeah, saying. But because Jaiman Hansu doesn't know how to like not be great in something. So it's this like, is well, true. This is why I'm looking forward to Rebel Moon. Um, uh, but also, he's, I think he's like, going to be, he's so going to be the highlight of Rebel Moon. It's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Zach Balin also co-wrote this movie, and he's known for writing King Richard, which won Will Smith and Academy Award. And he but got nominated for Oscar. I, I like that there are these adults in this movie, in Gran Turismo, that get these like lofty-ish things to say. You know, that, that whole entire train sequence that you're talking about, Aaron, I was like, oh, this is actually a really good lesson in life. I'm just like, hey, man, if you don't want to get was. serious, you're going to like work here. So why don't you just start now? Uh, yeah, I also like uh, I also like David Harbour's scene where they go to the track and he's like, hey, man, this is what happened in my career. And, you know, if you don't get back on the horse right now, you're going to be mad that you never know how yep. life is. And I was like, this is this is actually a really motivating thing. So it's a lot of positives yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's all you, positives. Like, solid lessons yeah. as far as like there, you know, it might be easy or whatnot as far as like what you're saying. But it's like the movie has no cynicism in it. It's a very nope. optimistic film. It yeah. very much wants to like. Again, like what you're saying, even the bad guys become the good guys. Like at the end of the movie, despite all the bad guys become the good guys. Yeah, yeah. all those racing, uh, uh, which we call it rivals, except for the most evil one. Yeah, except for the the most evil. The gold guy's an asshole anyway. Yeah, what's his car? What's his car? The gold one. The uh, team Kappa. 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 Yeah. And his father. The gold. The Lambo. Yeah. And his father's played by Thomas Kretschmann. And I'm like, okay, so there's deleted scenes. Because why would you hire him if he's not in the movie more? But it's like. <laughs> oh, so, oh, so this movie was uh, two hours and a half. I get it. Yeah. Okay, um, and they cut it down. That's right. Because I want to ask you guys about another movie that is based off a video game that also doesn't really have a story. Need for Speed, um, and how this movie. I think that, I think we're all it. on the same page. Of hey, you guys took a real slice of life and decided to make a movie out of it versus Need for Speed, which is like let's make a game about a uh, let's make a movie about a game, but we don't really know what we're making here. Like this, uh, this is to show that. Just try a little bit, and you actually would get pretty far. I I really loved Need for Speed. How dare I, you? I, I, you can leave. No, I love Jesse Pinkman. Like this is it, true. I mean, he was the only good movie. 
good thing like, about it was that a movie. pretty good movie like and like i get that it's not need for speed it doesn't convey the same thing that gran turismo does right right for like it's a video game movie and this is a racing sim because need for speed is something different and like they just made a movie called need for speed that like yes. relates to the video game and in that sense if you i i distinguish them and separate my brain from need for speed is not attached to the movie and in that sense like i i really like need for speed i did so I mean, source source fidelity is not much of a concern for me when it comes to something like yeah need for speed mm-hmm. uh, but no the, the problem is that movie's a pile of shit that's the that's the no problem. i like this movie <laughs> come on it, it, it was better than it deserved to be too no, it was actually worse than it deserved to be given all Aww. the talent that it had associated with it it had all these great actors and Aww. rami malik and it was still terrible. yes no, it was a lot of fun. I Rami had a Malik. fun time with oh, That's it. right, I forgot. Yeah, yeah he was in that there. too. You Jesse Pinkman and Rami Malek. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah, uh, it has Michael Keaton giving one of his worst performances. That's right. It's got, it's got Pinkman try- mm. still trying to look young despite his five head at this point when he's oh. making Breaking Bad. Every, every time they keep making Breaking Bad and do, or like Better Call Saul and like a flashback scene and it's like, here's young Jesse. It's like, he's not that young anymore. You gotta start putting those baseball, baseball caps backwards on his head. We're not doing this really well anymore. Uh, question for you guys just around this movie here in terms of um, uh, we talked about like the the human elements that we liked and Mark I kind of want to get into the human elements that we didn't really uh, enjoy as much not enjoy but they didn't really bring a lot Mark you kind of talked about the relationship but curious how you guys thought about the other contestants uh, his brother you know everybody who's Japanese in this movie that didn't really get a whole lot to say (laughs) (laughs) I mean the other relationships. Like, did it did it did it bother you? Because Aaron mentioned the runtime is two hours and fifteen minutes. Like, there's just a lot of people here. Yeah, I mean, they're just there as supportive characters to help. I mean, I just think of them as characters that help move the story along. That doesn't necessarily bring anything to the growth of Jan and his character arc, because. You know, they got a race against somebody, and sure. you know the whole brother thing. That's part of you know the early. Oh, your brother is you know we're putting your brother high on this pedestal because he wants to do soccer just like I wanted to do soccer, just like how I played professionally, and you're just sitting here playing video games. I'm gonna you know focus more of my attention on your brother, but check in on you like from time to time. Like they're just like story blocks and not necessarily like you know main supportive characters like the father or you know orlando bloom mm-hmm. or even you know the two co um i guess co-drivers of you know the lamont team sure. you know they're they had more to do than you know um the other you know characters but you know that's that's where my head is at when it's, it comes to those. You know, it's not up to me to tell the movie what to do instead, because that's just not not criticizing at that mm-hmm. point. That's just some other thing. I think the problem is though that they kind of wrote themselves into a corner as far as how to approach the Yan as a character. Cause it's like, well, if you take out his brother, you take out his girlfriend, you take out this, that, and the other thing. His dad, yeah. Like yeah. then there's like, well, then it's like, well, then John has no character. And it's, it's like 
right. well, we we got to solve this problem. Yeah. So you have all these things, and now the movie's two hours and fifteen minutes, and I'm assuming it's cut down for a lot longer because of all these supporting characters that probably had more things, more probably more in the first half. Sure, as far as like the might be like goes, a Top Gun Maverick situation or, where you're like. Is, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah all these other pilots like why are you guys not saying anything even though everybody knows you from the good place i mean with that with that movie they filmed that so long ago where they just they knew what they, they edited that yeah they did the exactly the way they needed it to, yeah. to make every, and you know what it made a billion dollars yeah and, and it yeah. worked that's the thing. Yeah. and that's the th- and the problem with this movie is like well it's like this is a video game movie like how much like what what are we doing here what yeah. what kind of epic runtime can we get away with for the gran turismo film and it's like yeah sony's not going to release a two hour and 45 minute gran turismo movie <laughs> because we have all this <laughs> deep characterization for jan's brother it's yeah. like yeah so all that stuff has to go so it's like if it was written a different way to begin with perhaps you could do something more with making jan interesting without having this but then it's like well yeah what else it's it's a tricky nah, scenario. Yeah, I it's agree. a give and take. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, you know, part of what I was thinking there, like in an exchange, if I were to be writing this, is well, I'll exchange some some of these side characters for sort of what David Harbour is talking about, which um, is like it, it is these racers are professional athletes, like they have to do a ton of physical activity uh, just to make mm-hmm. themselves like body ready for this. Like I would have yeah. probably done a little bit more of that, and like what Mark, I think you and Joe were saying earlier, it's like it would have been cool just to to kind of you see snippets of it of him seeing the racing line on the racetrack, but it, it kind of cuts a lot. So it's like, oh, it would have been cool just to be like, no, this is how the racing line goes, and this is why he's following it, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I would have done maybe some more of like racing stuff, but you know, it is what it is. So but curious so what you guys thought about those side. Fun characters. fact, by the way, Abe. Yeah. Um Joseph Kaczynski was originally lined up to direct this movie. No way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What and happened? Had, Did wow. you get like uh he just moved on. I mean, again? Okay. It's just things. Things just. I think it's direction. schedule. I think it was schedule. You say flew in a different direction. Well played. <laughs> hey, yo. Uh, it's, a, it's a matter. It's a matter of yeah. He, it was 2018 when he had it. Top. That's when Top Gun filmed. I yeah. assume things just weren't. You know something. You know there wasn't something starting for this movie. So he's like, I got Tom Cruise is calling me to do Top Gun. I think that's gonna right. be the better bet. Amen. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> Um, uh, any nitpicks that you guys had as we were like sort of wrapping or Aaron, if you wanted to go, I have a question. Yes. Yeah. Mm. I have a, que- I have a deep soulful question for hey. all of you. What is your Kenny G or Enya? Oof. What are you listening to, to calm down before your race? I mean, I wouldn't call Kenny myself G or down. just like a song that I listen to. A song. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I want the Kenny G Enya. Yeah. I'm focusing on my shit right now. Yeah. What do you? Caribbean what do you... Blue by Enya. Are you? Are you talking about a hype song before like a? No, I'm talking what Yawn. What Yawn is doing right so here. So no, come down song. Come yeah, down, down song. What, yeah. what, what's your song? It could be come down. It's just the focus song yeah. that you have. It's my Caribbean Blue by Enya, man. Oh, so you're going Enya again? Okay. I mean, yeah. If we're staying in the ballpark here, okay. <laughs> Kenny G, I don't know many, but you know that song that they played there. I didn't know the name, the title of that song. Yeah, I've heard it. yeah. I want Careless Whisper. That sounds good Careless too. But Whisper. okay, go, 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 go. Come on, what, Mark? What do you? You sound like you're on the tip of your tongue. What do you got? I mean, I listen to a lot of EDM, but trance is probably the closest to a. I, I was like gonna pick an EDM song, so Get go it. ahead, Mark. Yeah. Go ahead, guy. Um, oh man, 
I come back to me. Come back. To me. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, have to, I'll, have to, I'll have to think about this. I have to think about this. What do you got? What's your what's your what's your focus race song? The Strokes. Hard to explain. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna go for me personally. Dead Mouse Strobe. I want the yeah. I want the whole <laughs> seven minutes of Strobe. That's what I want. Go ahead. Seven minute song. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 Just like you know. It it kind of feels like um uh free bird, but not. Yeah, I did the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, Mark, do you have a song? Or you you have no. a song? Yeah, yeah, I don't know anything on top of my head, but no probably worries. something by Armin Van Buren. Yeah, um, oh. a couple of nitpicks that I had, which is um, there are two Sorry. horrific on on uh on circuit accidents in this movie, yeah. and they both get yellow flagged. Like, oh, those are red yes. flags all those day. Those are red yeah, flags. 100%. Yes. <laughs> Cancel the race. We're I was done. wondering this because I'm like, I, well, I like, I know Days of Thunder, but that's stock cars. Like, how does this work with it? Like, if you're, if there's, like, a, there's a lot huge of crash that has on. debris on the track, Aaron, that's a red flag. They got to clean off the a track. dead, yeah. a dead person. Yeah. Oh, a dead is person. Not the race is dead. over. That's, a, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, that is the cancellation. 100%. That's that's why like my lack of familiarity is like seems like this would be pretty extreme. I think we should be taking some different measures here. Yeah, you know, just like oh, yeah, yeah. We should, uh, we'll clean this up. Yeah, but 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 then again, you know, when Senna had his crash, they still continued on with the race. Granted, you didn't find out until like later that Senna died. Yeah, he, yeah, but he was transferred to the hospital. Was, yeah, yeah. I um, think um, if I remember from the Grand Turismo, they transferred. A person to the hospital and they died on the way in the in the game no in the movie oh in, in the, the movie. movie that's oh, what yeah. i said yeah in the movie. one time yeah. they had a cut scene in it had a loading cut scene it just showed yeah. you the cars the loading <laughs> yeah it's got blink 182 no it doesn't play. but um oh, yeah, the God. other the other nitpick that i had was um there was uh um at one point like David Harbour's like you're you're six seconds behind like the lead car. I was like I was gonna say this. Good job, is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I was I was thinking my my biggest gripe with this movie. I have a note that like when when they're like oh um the other kid would be a better candidate to win, mm-hmm. and he's just like or should win. Right? Yeah, should win, and they're like, no, but he won, and I'm, and then they're just like, oh no, but he won, and that's it. That they they stop, and I'm like, oh no, that's like a very weird point to address. That like you need to address that like he wanted this other kid to win. That's for the their like for their like promotion and things yeah. like that, and they just like skirt over it after that. And I was like, oh no, that could be like a really contentious point for the movie that. And they don't really address it again. And he comes back at the end and like, that's fun. And he's boys with him now. But like, no, that's like a like this is like racing versus like promotion. Right. Like and they don't address that contention. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's the meat. That's the that's some of the stuff they probably had to cut. Yes. I, for, for a couple of reasons. One for pacing and the other because yes. I don't know how much they want to emphasize de-emphasize Orlando Bloom and like what that makes. Right. Him because. My, yes. My my very clear thought when they were doing that is like, oh yeah, the poor black kid's the one that we're gonna take out of the race because this yeah. other guy. <laughs> yeah, granted, yeah, yeah. Granted, uh, Darren Barnett, he is half Japanese. Uh, with that yes. said, though, he's clearly a more white face in the realm of what they're talking about here. Like, yeah. So it's like that. I did. I I had the same thought. Is like, is this gonna be a thing? 
and it just kind of stops being a yeah. thing. And, stops yeah. immediately after he right. says it. He's like, and, okay, nope, he won. Cool. Yeah, and but this like, goes back to what you guys are saying. Like, it's just positive messages all the way around. Ex- like, exactly, nothing, nothing, there's no, like, large... The only contention is, like, between he and his dad, which is, like, again, resolved in a very, like, good moment where I was like, this is this is strong acting from Jaimon that's, like, really coming across the yep. screen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that... There's not more to talk about because it's like, well, it doesn't exist in the movie, but it's like, if there was a way to make Orlando Bloom this scummy guy that I assumed he would be, um, yeah. that's how he, he is. Just up. Yeah. Well, then you'd get, uh, you'd get Days of Thunder with um, uh, the one brother. What's his face? <laughs> National Days. Lampoon's Christmas Vacation's brother. Oh, what? Randy. Oh, Randy, Randy Quaid. Quaid. Randy Quaid, yeah. You'd get that guy who's like a scummy like business owner guy. Oh, I guess. Well, okay. I guess. With a heart of gold, I guess. The the villain is Carrie Elwes. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, we'll get to that later. This is a totally separate thing, but I've yet to watch that movie, actually. What? Days of Thunder? Yes. I prefer it to Top Gun. You're gonna miss really? out on my game here. <laughs> I'm not a huge Top Gun guy. Like Maverick rocks, but like the first yeah. Top Gun Days of Thunder, like, good sound. Days of Thunder's Days of Thunder's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I really like it. It's it's the same movie. Tony it's Scott like, doing some cool shots. Yeah, it's great. So the um, the funny thing is, I have the movie. I just have not watched it yet. Oh, oh so you should watch it. Yeah, tonight. If you're especially if you're a car guy, do it. Do it. it. Like, you should watch it tonight. Drop yeah. the hammer. I'm a car guy, but not necessarily a NASCAR guy. Don't I think worry. That's... It's more, it's ah, more it's about cars. Like, relationships in that movie. Yeah. Some, some of the best crew's hair in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> John C. Riley's in that movie? Come on, give it a go. Riley, Rooker, Duvall. That movie's that movie's hard. Duvall? Cool. That's right. Yeah. That's like his yeah, like, third he... movie with, with Robert. No, second movie. It, he, he's the uh, he's the Michael Clark Duncan of that movie. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> as far as Ricky Tom Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. All right. What are we talking about? That's right, Gran Turismo. Any uh, when, when should people go and see <laughs> Gran Turismo? It's playing currently in theaters and some IMAX screens. Uh, Joe, when do people see this movie? I really think that it does a good job of incorporating the the CG of the game into the movie better than I've seen in a lot of other video game movies. I like that when he's looking in in his car mm-hmm. and he's racing that he sees what a Gran Turismo screen would look like. Sure. I, I think that they, they did a good job of incorporating that and mashing that for me. And mm-hmm. it, it made me feel very at home watching this movie. Also, it's just like, like we were talking about the whole time. It's all positives, dude. Mm-hmm. This, this movie is all positives. There's there, like, everybody comes up, smelling like roses in this movie like it he it, there's nothing bad that comes out of this movie any any adversity that he faces he overcomes in every situation it's awesome it's just a feel-good movie it's a fun blockbuster for that reason mark when should people go and see this movie right away for the same reasons that joe talked about it's I mean, it's a feel-good movie. You know, summer is ending. You're going back to school. You know, you're probably sad because, you know, instead of, like, going out and playing with friends or going out and, you know, being on vacation, you got to go back to school or you got to go back to work. So Mark, we're in our 30s. Well go watch- we haven't been to school in a while. <laughs> I haven't been to school just, in just- years. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying in general. Oh, got it, got it. Got it. In general, the summer vibes. You know, summer, 
yeah, you know, Summer Fridays is ending soon. Yeah. So, you know, go out and have a good time. Feel yeah. good about yourself by watching the movie. There you go. Okay, that was more depressing than I thought it would be. Thanks for that. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is ending soon. Let you people see this movie. People are dying very soon. Like multiple people in this movie. Every day. Um, I, with, with the length of two hours and 15 minutes, I think there was like some lack of characterization, but there was like some good heart overall. I'd say it's like a matinee dollar theater. Yeah, I would agree. I'll say this. I, I said this with Haunted Mansion, where I think that movie might have, like, a movie I liked. I think a 40X for that movie probably would have been worthwhile. Sure. Yeah. Did you guys see this in Rumble Seats, anybody? No. No, I saw it in in, Dolby. Okay. I I almost, I saw it in a Dolby. So it's like, yeah, same. It was Rumbly ish. Sure, sure. But I I almost, it was the further theater because I chose not to see it in Screen X. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that might have benefited a movie like this. That might have been fun to watch in that version. I'm not saying if you're like a dedicated fan of this game and stuff, I'd say that's probably a fun way to go watch it. So that is, but yeah, for the Mm -hmm. most part, matinee, I think is fine for this movie. All right. So we talked a lot about Gran Turismo. Hey, what uh, what time is it now over here? Time for a couple games here, Aaron. Oh, I'm notoriously bad at these. Oh, this is all multiple choice this weekend. You're you're gonna be okay. No, Aaron, I barely... think that I'm still bad. Did you guys know I mean, that the uh, the movie was gonna use that tune that Aaron just played as like the ending crawl? But they're like, no, that no, sounds, we're gonna go with like dope. A, we're gonna go that with like a real dope. song. <laughs> so Aaron was like, I guess I'll wait again. Fine, Ozzy uh, Osbourne wins. Yeah, the first <laughs> game that we've got here is Racing Rivals. Again, okay. like I just mentioned, these are all multiple choice questions. I'm going to name a movie and three choices of who the rival is in these racing movies. Uh, so again, uh, I'm gonna do terrible at this game. Like, okay, I'll fine. just be silent. No, because no, if, I'm notoriously if, if bad at these wrong, games. You just default in getting the point. <laughs> okay, cool. I'll be silent. Yeah. Cool. Uh, awesome. Mark, because you are our, our guest this week, uh, one of our two guests this week, you get to go first. Days of Thunder, which you have not what? seen. What? A is the main rival. A, Rusty Wheelers. B, Russ Wheeler. Or C, Dusty Wheeler. D, Cherry Elwes, according D to Aaron. D is incorrect. <laughs> Joe, you for the steal in Days of Thunder. Who is the main rival? Is it Rusty Wheelers? Russ Wheeler or Dusty Wheeler? Dusty Wheeler. That is incorrect. Aaron, for the win in Days of Thunder. Why wouldn't you just let us all put the hands on the buzzers? Why are we doing this separately? <laughs> this is how I designed the game. B. It is Russ Wheeler. That is correct. That is Carrie Elwes. Yes, but his name is Russ Wheeler. Uh... You might get this one though, Joe. You get to go first in this next one. No, yeah. terrible idea. Rush. But okay. <laughs> Who is? Uh, I got to look up our guy's name here. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. Rush. Like the actor. Yeah, oh, but man. like uh, I should know this. I literally just watched this last night. Like, Who is you're... James Hunt's rival in Rush? Is it A. Nikki Lorda. B. Maddie Lord. Or C, Nikki Lauda. Nikki Lauda. That is correct. Nikki Lauda. Thank you. 
Aaron, you get to go first with the next one here. In Cars 2006. Oh, yes. I've been, I've been, I've been kachowing on my wife and my Cars Crocs that I just got. They oh, light up. Oh, my those God. Those were hard they're, to get, apparently. They were, and they're not, and I have them. <laughs> In Cars, <laughs> who is the main rival? A. Chick Hicks. Chick Hicks is correct. This guy wow. has answers here that were Chase Kicks and Chick Sticks, which would be incorrect. Oh. oh, Mark, we go back to you. Talladega Nights, Colin, the Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Oh, who is the main rival here? Jean Jacques, Jean Giroux, or Jean Jadard? Jean Gerard. That is correct, Mark. Oh. All right, Joe, we go back to you here. Lamont, 1971. Who is his rival? A. Eric Stalsenberg. B. Eric Stabler. Stabler, I guess. This is German. Or C. Eric Stoller. Uh, Stalsenberg. That is incorrect. Oh. Aaron, Lamont, 1971. C. C. Eric Stoller is correct. This guy. Aaron, we go back to you for Cars 3. <laughs> Do you just know? <laughs> you just know, I'm try, I'm try, I'm Honestly, I'm trying to think because it's Army Hammer. I'm trying to think of who his name was in the movie. Well, here you go. In Cars 3, who is the main rival here? A. Stormy Jackson. B. Jackson Storm. That's it. Jackson Storm. Or C, is it Jackie Storm? <laughs> it's Jackson Storm. <laughs> it is Jackson Storm. <laughs> Mark, for our last one in this game here, Herbie Fully Loaded. Oh. A lot of Michael Keaton movies in this game. <laughs> a lot of racing movies. A, is it Trig Murphy? B, Trick Murphy? Or is it C, Trip Murphy, as if I'm taking trip. Which trip? Murphy is correct. That was the first game here. Aaron, you ran away with that one. It's like naming uh, Chase Hicks without giving any of the yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's bonus points. Hey, thunder and lightning, sure. baby. Yeah, this yeah. next one is only five questions. It's For called sure. Which Race Do They Race In? This oh. is a game in which I will name mm. a movie and I will give you uh, multiple choice again. Human. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have to tell me the name of the race that they're racing in at the end of this movie. Uh, okay. Mark, because you went first. Joe, you get to go first in this one. Oh, Days okay. of Thunder. Are they racing <laughs> the Talladega 500? The Winston 500, the cigarette company, or Daytona 500? Uh, the Daytona 500. That is correct. Is the Daytona. I actually knew that one. How dare you, Mark? You've never seen watch... the movie. Mark, no, I, I will I shake hands one. with you because we're going to do very bad at this, and I will, I will do very <laughs> bad at this more with here. you. Okay. Mark, you got to go next in this next one here. Cars. So Mark just went. No, Joe. No, just, I just went. Just I went. just went sorry. first, yeah, sorry, and sorry, I won. Yeah. I'm the game master here. Yes. Uh, Mark, in cars, is it a the Motor Speedway of the South Cup? B the Piston Cup? Or C, cup. <laughs> or C, the Pistons Cup, plural. You Piston what? Piston Cup. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, Piston Cup. <laughs> Aaron, in Rush, 
Are they racing in the Italian Grand Prix, the Japanese Grand Prix, or the Monaco Grand Prix? Mm. What's the first one? The Italian Grand Prix. Sorry, where are the other two? Uh, A, the Italian Grand Prix. Yeah. B, the Japanese Grand Prix. Japan. Japan is correct. Nice. Ah. At the airport, it's like, you got to keep racing. Joe, back to you. Cars Uh. 3. Okay. Are they racing in the North Carolina 500? B, the South Carolina 500? Or C, the Florida 500? The North Carolina 500. That is incorrect. Mark, we go to you. In Cars 3, where are they racing? The North Carolina 500, the South Carolina 500, or the Florida 500? Florida? That is correct. It is the Florida 500. Yes! <laughs> there needs to be way more crocodiles. <laughs> Aaron, in Logan Lucky, where are they racing? Oh, God. The Coca-Cola 450, Whoa. the Coca-Cola 500, Damn. or is it the Coca-Cola 600? Oof. Where the heist takes place. Uh, I mean, I'll just guess the 500. It is incorrect. Okay. <laughs> Joe, we go back to you. Coca-Cola 450. Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola 600. That is correct. It is a 600. Uh, there's a tie in this game between Joe and Mark. So there's a tie That's right here. Unimaginable. What? I know. Okay. It's crazy. Thank you. Thank you. In the movie Turbo... The animated Ryan Reynolds. Yes, movie. I know with Michelle Rodriguez. Another piece Snoop of shit movie. <laughs> A great movie. <laughs> you you cynic. Of the movie are, here. Are arguably <laughs> the worst DreamWorks movie. Are they racing? The Indy 500. This is the buzzin. The Indy 600 or the Indy 400? 500. I mean, I didn't hear a name, but I guess I'll accept Indy it. Indy 500. Mark, Indy 500. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll accept it, even though Joe looked like he was... There you go. No, you go. You go. I will will gladly hand this off to Mark. Mark, that is correct. They are racing the Indy 500. With that, Mark, you are the winner of the second game. You are the winner, bud. So, congratulations all around, everybody. Yay. Gold stars for everyone. Nice. I'm glad that I keep my streak alive of not winning any of these games. Hey, you got you got on the board. That's you scored. I scored. Yeah. This is much better than I normally do. I need the Joey to carry me usually, but <laughs> you know what, Joe? I was like you at once. These guys, <laughs> I was. On then he joined long, the Aaron and Aaron GT Academy. Yeah, look, look at me now. now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then after a few weeks at the Aaron and Abe GT Academy, exactly. Yeah, I it's, am now one. We sent you. We sent you a Facebook message like, if you you're one of the highest scoring winners, <laughs> it's the, it's the movie heavyweight. Yeah. It's the it's the movie heavyweights, and his head's like oh on a butt body. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. I'm so glad. Somebody else watched that movie other than me. <laughs> Not only did I watch it, I've watched it recently. <laughs> like that movie's fun. Uh, Yes. It's glide and glide and slide and glide. Anyway. All right. Yes. Well that was hey, games. Th- thanks for that game, Abe. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, let's Thank get you. let's get to some out now feedback. Be back, be back, be back. This is where we go to the various questions and answers on our Facebook page. Facebook.com is now podcast. We asked a number of questions to our listeners, and they gave us a question this week as well. There you go. 
First question here is, what are your favorite films featuring car racing? Chris Cleveland has Ford v. Ferrari. And this little film about Enzo Ferrari helped build the cars for and spent three weeks in Sicily filming. Wow, Chris. Cool. Yeah, he's a, a stagehand here. Uh, Keith Dunlap writes, I do not typically like movies about racing, but the tension between the U.S. car maker Ford and Ferrari was delicious. Great performances by all. Todd Limonero writes, The Great Race, until they make a movie based on the wacky races, then that would be my answer. Nice. Tony Kogan writes, Senna, the mm-hmm. documentary that Good we time. all really enjoy here. Uh, and Philip Hurd has Speed Racer. Yeah, cult, that's cool. Cult classic at this point, Aaron, or what? Correct. It's the correct answer. Yeah, it's yeah, I matters. agree. It's like, it's okay. like, that movie, up and down, rock and roll, like it's great. Yeah, I, yeah. I almost had it. I almost wanted to have it on while we were doing this podcast. <laughs> you should have, yeah. <laughs> no, because I wanted Andy to like Fox actually... being all sad at the end there. Well, well, I thought about that, but I was like, well, no, I actually want to watch the movie, so I'm not going to do that. It would be too oh. distracting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's one thing to have like the Tubi Godzilla channel on all day because why wouldn't or Pluto? Because why wouldn't I? That's what I was amazing. Yes. I just be too much like I need to hear all of this. Do you watch like the Wave Racer, like the Racer Trash Wave Racer, like the the trippy purple versions of these? Have you ever no. seen these? No. Oh, what? Oh, highly recommended the Racer Trash versions of these. Interesting. They're like trippy new wave, slowed down, chopped and screwed. Highly, highly recommended. Okay. Did you have any favorite yeah. race car movies? Uh, obviously the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> which one? I mean, which one? all of them? Wow. All okay. eleven of them? I mean, which one do you want? Yeah. All right. One of the ones uh, where they race, I guess, would be an answer. To that. They all race <laughs> in all of them. Hey, did you have any? Uh, you know the race uh, between Superman and the Flash at the end of the. Uh, Batman <laughs> the bad Justice League? Not count. Yeah. Yeah. Abe. That, Doesn't count. Oh, okay. Sorry. It's not a car, so no. It's not. Technically, they're vehicles. They're both human vehicles. They're not. They're not. In no, <laughs> we've been having this argument on our podcast. Right now, we're doing the the planes, trains, and not automobiles lap in our in our podcast and so we're focusing on movies that don't ha- that don't have cars as the main focus of the automobile and we've been arguing about what is a vehicle yeah and... unless it's men in black style there's somebody in the heads of flash and superman that's not a vehicle that's just the... yes that's not a vehicle <laughs> yeah. so this doesn't count abe Got like it. this okay. this isn't a real it has to be self-propelled is what they've told us self-propelled that yeah, yeah yeah like so like anything like that's motor engine oh got it, got it yes like anything that has like an engine that's propelled by gas like these kind of things that that's what we've been told on our podcast recently then yeah, i'll the choose the uh the shootout and the car chase at the end of um of uh the french dispatch fair oh fair <laughs> got a great sky shot <laughs> all right next question what are your favorite underdog stories in film? Todd Liebenau, a friend of the show, writes The Bad News Bears. Chris Cleveland has 8 Mile, Rocky, and Dodgeball, a true underdog story. On the nose, Chris. Uh, Irene Johnson has Aaron Brockovich. And Philip Hurd has Miracle 42 and The Battered Bastards of Baseball, which are all true stories. Oh. Favorite underdog films. I got one. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. With football season coming up, we need... um. Shit, what's it called? Um, any given Sunday. Oh, any given Sunday. That's my favorite underdog story. There you go. Remember the Titans. 
Oh shit, that that's wow. a good one too, Mark. Good job. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna go with um Jason Lee's underdog. That's an on the nose, story, right? On the nose. <laughs> There's no need to fear, that's for sure. <laughs> oh what about you, Aaron? I'll just throw Shaolin soccer out there. There you go. Hey, yes. Yeah. I think he's coming up. Isn't he writing uh, or maybe he's shooting right now the, the a follow-up? I, I, I mean I, I love that. Retired, though? I, I'd love that. I'd love that to be true, but I, I have not heard uh, uh much well, in the room. Like I remember a long time ago that was a possibility, but um Yeah. We'll, we'll I think he's retired happens. now. He just he mainly just directs now. Like he hasn't like been in one of his movies in a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone gets older. Uh, the next question here is: What kind of car would you go speeding around a racetrack with? Bill Purd has an '87 Mustang GT. Chris Cleveland writes: My old '71 Stingray. What about you guys? Any car? Mark apparently an R34. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say you already know what mine is. <laughs> I need you all to watch the YouTube video of Tiff Nadell driving an Enzo Ferrari. Ooh. That's what? what you need to drive. Around Ooh. a racetrack, Tiff Nadell drives a perfect video of driving an Enzo Ferrari, and he's so excited to drive it. It's amazing. That's what I want, Enzo Ferrari. Yeah. Aaron, how about you? Joe, what's the blue car Paul Walker's driving in Fast Six? The, the blue Fast car Six Paul... one, the the Subaru SPI is, is like a Subaru yeah. SCI, yeah, That's... yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that yeah. one's yeah. that's that one's pretty cool. I like that. So either that or the Flintstone mobile. What's the way? Yeah, I'm gonna say the Tumblr, but it has to also have Morgan Freeman right next to me, just telling me to like slow down. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's my answer. You just want your mom in the so, passenger seat. So you're so you're going not for style points at all, then, right? No, no, no. Yeah, I'm just like going for like full destruction and blackout from the police. So okay, okay. I got asked more at the end of it. It's like, does it come in I black? Mean, Mark. If we're going that route, does the Iron Man suit count too? I mean, that's no. not a real No, that's not a vehicle. God damn it. We just talked about <laughs> but this. But it's powered by an engine. It's powered by his chest fusion reactor, Mark. This isn't wipeout on PlayStation. We're not talking hover cars here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's two into video games. We've we've lost them. <laughs> Next question we have here. What's your favorite Orlando Bloom role? Philip Hurd writes, I love him as Legolas, and I don't get why so many people dislike him. The dude's a solid actor in my book. I would agree. Um, mm-hmm. I do think he's certainly come more into his own, as many actors of his type tend to do. Mm-hmm. Though I think he did start out strong with between Legolas and Pirates. I think those are fun roles for him. Then there's a little middle ground there. And now he's just be aged into being a character actor. So he pops yeah. up in supporting roles, which is fine. That said, my answer is Kingdom of Heaven. So Director's cut. Yeah, it's all good. Mm. Oh, okay. I like. I mean, I like. I don't mind the theatrical, but the director's cut is one of Ridley Scott's best movies. So you know. Yeah. Well, Turner. Oh yeah, yeah. Pirates. Mm-hmm. There you go. Probably yeah, is one another only uh, famous role. Um. Yeah. I guess you know. I I think uh, he he's uh, good as a character actor too, but I don't really have like a a performance that I go to. The first one that does come to mind is Legolas, but that's like his first role, right? So his first like giant. Oh, actually, yeah, I'll go with Black Hawk Down where he falls out of the helicopter. Oh, wow. Everson! Oh, he was in that. He's getting got... at the beginning and he's like, oh, yeah. he fell out. Um, I gotta go with the bling ring. Like the bling ring. Yeah, yeah, just as himself in the bling ring. Bling ring. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's what... <laughs> 
that's probably my favorite. I'm not a big Orlando Bloom fan, so like that's sure. what. Yeah. The first time I realized, like, oh, he could just do this now was um uh the Three Musketeers movie, the Paul W. Sanderson one, the steampunk version. Where oh he, man. Where he like he's just he's like over the top villain. I'm like, oh, I like this. Let's do this more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the Orlando. He Bloom doesn't he doesn't now. lay into it enough for me. I agree. Yeah. Like okay. he's doing it more like, and that's why, like, I had so many assumptions about what this movie would be with Gran Turismo, but it's like, okay, yeah, this is a guy yeah. you can do. This is fun. Well, another question here is, what are some great movies featuring training or boot camps of some kind? Chris Cleveland has Starship Troopers, Full Metal Jacket, Philip Hurd writes Hoosiers, and Seven Samurai. Yeah, I mean, Seven Samurai. Yeah. Good one. You gotta go Rocky, right? Like that's Rocky? the best training montage. Like running uh, through the streets of Philly. Yeah, that's that's dun, dun, the dun, best. Dun, yeah, dun, like dun. that's the best training montage ever. As montage, as, yes. As far as montage, Top. yes. As, yeah. As far as what well, well, what was the actual question then? Sorry, uh, great movies to train training or boot camps of some kind. So just that's not that's not a that's okay. Not a, okay, okay. That's yeah, not, it's not it's not that's not a wrong answer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He trains a lot. He'd, yeah, yeah. I'd argue that the best parts of GI Jane are just when she's in SEAL camp training. Yeah, but that, I mean, that mm-hmm. bad yeah. as a whole. So yes, it's bad as a whole. <laughs> like they actually have to do the mission That's, at the end there. But we just talked about when, one of Ridley Scott's best films. That's one of his worst movies. <laughs> <laughs> but Vega Morrison being an asshole to her just like the whole time, like yeah, <laughs> he's effective. Yes, I agree. <laughs> also, um, Full Metal Jacket is the win for that one. Private like, Joker. That, yeah, that's the that that's the best training montage of all time. Like for me, the, um, yeah. The uh, Thirty Six Chambers of Shaolin is my favorite. Oh, uh, yes. oh, oh that's which a good chamber one was your favorite? And, and, a bi- and a big part of it. Seventh, is that, seventh a, chamber. A big, a big part of it is the fact that the the whole movie is. Oh no, they're doing something to my thing. I got to go train forever and come back and fucking yeah. destroy these guys and that's and that's why i love that movie because like so much time is spent on all of the training he's doing so by the time you get to the end it's like yeah he learned the thing with the thing and it's, yeah. it's the best because <laughs> so much like uh, yeah he just killed it there's so yep. much like so much delivery on all of the training he did all of the shaw brother movies are so fucking incredible <laughs> i love all uh, next question we have here is what are some other unlikely video games that could become films Philip writes. Philip Heard writes. I'm here all day for a Banjo Kazooie film. Oh, even though that's Nintendo, I assume uh, Illumination will make some terrible Banjo Kazooie film also at some point. Who knows? It might be. It might be good <laughs> if it's like Conquer based. <laughs> but Illumination's not going to do that at all. So. I have. I have a good PlayStation one. Yeah. Yeah. I want to. I want to see Crash Bandicoot. Like the backstory. The backstory. Mm. Yeah, I want to see the the prequel to Crash Bandicoot. That's like, what I want to see. Just like the land he's just of like a just hanging the, out. Yeah, just like the land, the land, the of, land of Bandicoots. <laughs> Bandicootery. Uh, I want to see um wave rally. There you go. More jet ski races. Ooh, Mark Hoffmeyer would love this. Well, then I'd say Wave Race sixty four, and that, and that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Mark Hoffmeyer yeah. would love this. <laughs> That's right, he would. Yeah. I, I, I would say a uh, Wii Sports the movie. That's what I want. <laughs> That'd be a great soundtrack or score, be, a great score. It'd have, and you, you could cast like anybody in this thing. It'd be wonderful. It'd, that'd be a good comedy. It'd be the, uh, That's Untold. Untold on Netflix is is just Wii Sports the movie. There you go. 
Well, guys, we get to the question here that somebody asked us today. Philip asks everybody here today, what's your take on the current run state, uh, the current state of run times? I come across a lot of oh. films I want to take a flyer on, but roughly a two and a half hour runtime puts me off. What do you guys think? So here's the thing. <laughs> movies have gotten long uh no doubt blockbusters especially have gotten long i i don't have an issue with that in theory and in terms of like if i'm going to the movie theater to see a movie and it's like gonna last a long time that doesn't necessarily bother me if i was going it's bad but that you know i don't know that going in necessarily the problem though when i really like certain movies you know me, Abe. I like rewatching movies a lot. I rewatch a lot of movies mm-hmm. all the time. So these longer and longer movies, the movies that I generally really enjoy, it's very hard to be like, now I can go watch it again because it's like, that's a lot of time. Like, I don't know when I'm going to watch John Wick Chapter 4 again, but that movie fucking rules. So it's like, mm-hmm. how, when do, I, when do mm-hmm. I have three hours to just put aside to be like, let me put on John Wick Chapter Now, granted, that movie does rule, so I probably will watch it again at some point pretty soon. But regardless, I think the main point is there. I I think run times have gotten longer and longer, and I don't know what to what benefit. I don't know why stories... Re- Agreed. Blockbuster stories specifically suddenly require so much more time to accomplish mm-hmm. what they're accomplishing. It's not... Every movie doesn't need to be Avengers Endgame. Right. You know, we, like, like this, this fucking movie's long. Gran Turismo. It's very long. Well, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Two hours where that could be a tight 90 and be better. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't... The, the problem I have with that is like we're already in a state where theaters are it's value. for various reasons and it's and I don't know what the bang for the buck is when the movies themselves aren't like always delivering on a necessity of having these like lengthy run times it's it's weird it's weird that they've only expanded and we're not like correcting a very what seems to be a very simple issue I, I agree we talk about this a lot sorry um, I agree and we talk about this a lot with Fast and the Furious that like they keep getting longer and longer. We're approaching three hours for Fast and the Furious movies. And like, I personally think that it's just bang for the buck that like you're, you're going in to see a blockbuster movie. And if you're now paying 10, 15, $20, depending on what your market is, that you, that you, they're trying to give you something that's two and a half, three hours long. And I, don't think that, that fits every movie that, that that's not what we should get so it's just a weird situation that like i think we should cut down a lot of movies joey and i talk about this a lot that like there's a lot that we can cut out of movies and it, but at the same time with the cost going up for a ticket to a movie that like they're trying to balance that with what you're getting and the entertainment value needs to match the time value that you're getting and it doesn't always work. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know what the answer to this is, but like that's how that's what I'm feeling now. I mean, Hollywood has always been like a cyclical like era. It's like three was you know, came back, you know, now and movies used to be four hours long way, way, way back in the day. So, you know, well, they did, dub- they did that... double features back in the day, too. You know, you'd see yeah. Casablanca as the A movie, get some previews, newsreel, and what have you, then go see the B movie afterwards. I, I think they call them yeah. <laughs> we're no, We're no talking newsy shit on this podcast with me here. Not I like newsies. Shit. A newsies is is incredible movie. It's my favorite no, musical of all time. Yeah. We're not talking newsy shit no, we're here. Not. 
Mark, Mark Absolutely not. I'm not tolerating that. Mark was going on like a talk. real rant, and we're just like, sorry, Mark. Here's <laughs> no. A no. What's the what's no, this no. we? And <laughs> the next episode of stuff that I haven't seen yet is Newsies. So there you go. You're not missing much. Go watch it right now. No, no go fucking watch it right now. It's the best thing. But yeah, that I mean that was pretty much it. It's like yeah. Hollywood runs in cycles, and you know movies are just long again. I my take on it is essentially if the story is a good story and it merits like a longer runtime, then fine. Like something like Oppenheimer, where it has good editing and it seems to have like a pretty good flow to it, then fantastic. But there's other movies where you can definitely feel the length of it. Um, I I don't know if every movie is averaging like two and a half hours long, but hopefully, uh, you know, Philip, if the movie intrigues you, you should just go see it. Like you shouldn't be put off by like you know, a, a runtime necessarily. But um, yes, I hear that that can be a concern, especially with, I think you were mentioning it there, Joe, with theaters trying to like, if, you're, if your goal is to get Maximize. as many people to watch yeah. movies in a day, a two and a half hour movie is like very difficult for you to achieve that if uh, if you have to like clean up and then restart it and whatever else. So well, I think Philip's speaking to just being an adult with a life where it's like, I don't, I, I, I don't know how to balance my time when it's like, I don't know if this movie is going to be good or bad, Yeah, but two and a half hours is a lot to ask for me. And it's hard to make that decision. That's why, you know, it's a hard decision to make, but you wait a week, listen to out and out there and Abe as ones want to do. Amen. And then you, and then you go. go choose which movie you're going to go and see. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, there, yeah, there's not necessarily a solve here. It's just more of a come to realization moment that, like, hey, maybe we should stop greenlighting scripts that are requiring, you know, three hours yeah, that are 300 pages long. 141 yeah. is like this magic number they talk about right, a lot. Right. Where it's two, two hours and 21 minutes, not 220, not 219, 221. The, 221 is that is the now some... like the 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 time that they want. It's like a, it's a standard for a lot of summer blockbusters where 221 is for some reason that's a magic number. Interesting. Hit. That uh, seems so weird. Like that's way too long. It should it should not be that long. In it's my too long and, and weirdly specific. It's like, yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Like look, <laughs> at, say- run, look at run times of movies when it comes to like modern blockbusters. There's a lot that are exactly 121 or like 141. Yeah, it's I know what you're talking like, about. Ah, yeah. it's, it's just way too long, dude. Like, yeah, we talk about this all the time. Like, and like, if you go to the theater, you can't bail, right? Like, you've paid for your ticket. Like, you're there. You like, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. you can, but like, you paid for your ticket. So, like, this isn't like you're streaming it on Netflix or yeah. HBO. Well, that Max. also gets into another, uh, another side tangent about movie theater etiquette these days they're just like oh god don't no like don't 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 just go on your phone man anyway but yeah philip thank you for the thank you for the question hopefully we're able to answer it and uh yeah send in more questions everybody yeah for sure always appreciate getting the questions but with that said that was feedback 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 feedback. and that's going to do it for this week's episode about now there and abe you can find more of my work, my personal blog, thecodazeek.com. Everything I do ends up over there. I write for Weave Entertainment and Wise the Blue for movie and Blu-ray reviews. I'm on Twitter X at Aaron's P- Twitter. <laughs> only Twitter. We only acknowledge Twitter only, here. Yeah, we only acknowledge Twitter. <laughs> um, and I am currently a part, of course, of the summer of 90, the, the summer of 93 at 30, the Brandon Peter Show side podcast that's been covering the movie season from... 19, summer movie season for 1993 uh, that's wrapping up soon but those episodes are all available so there you go Abe you can remember offensive over my Instagram Abe.Mua and Twitter.com slash Roller Smooth hashtag the expectations are low uh, Joe too where can people find more of you online 
Uh, you can find us all at Too Fast Too Furious on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and everything else that you want to do. And CageClub.me. You can find us there. Ooh. Mark Paces, where can people find more of you online? You can find me at Pacman NR7 at X. Don't give it to you. Twitter and Instagram. All right. Thank you. Uh, you can find all the other episodes about now 30 about iTunes, Audioboom, Spotify, and Stitcher. SoundCloud, Podomatic, and HHWOD. Feel free to email us at outnowpodcast at gmail.com. Check out our Facebook, Facebook.com slash podcast or our Twitter, Twitter.com slash underscore podcast. And our Instagram.com slash underscore podcast as well. And again, iTunes reviews are ratings. Good to get those. Uh, Mark, Joe, thank you both for joining us this week. Thank you, Mark. Thank, thank you, you for having us. us. Yeah, we yeah. did it. Thanks for having us. Uh, next yeah. week, we will be doing the Summer Movie Gamble, Love Daniel Summer Movie wow. Gamble re- re- results episode, which should be interesting to say the least. But that's going to do it for this week. So until next time, so long and goodbye. Goodbye. put these kids who've only played video games behind a 200 mile an hour car is he auto <laughs> is he auto man <laughs> talk about automobiles not auto the bus driver <laughs> when you crash you, it, you can't hit the reset button what is your David Harbor? Like? Yeah, I don't know. He's like, I don't like know why he went Jack Nicholson a little bit there too. <laughs> when you crash there, no. <laughs> I also can't remember what the song is that plays with this trailer. It's like another like hip hop song kind of. It's, mixed, yeah, it's Blue Beetle and this really blend together. It's, it's is it Nas? It's Nas. Yeah. yeah it's Nas. Yeah. You can hate me now. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Now. Yeah, yeah. That's you can right. Hate me now. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, uh, Gran Turismo, and then the next uh, title screen based on a true story. Uh, true story. Oh, they they, they, they told you. Yeah. yeah, they told us. Yeah, did they did they change the name of it from Gran Turismo to Gran Turismo based on a colon based on a true story? Yes. Okay. It's yeah. not just making it's sure. In it tickets. Depends, in it, tickets. It depends where you go, because like yeah, movie yeah. theaters, it's listed officially as that. But yes. Obviously, like the movie itself isn't called that. Like it's a. Case by case kind of thing. Got yeah, it. Okay. I was yeah. like, I don't, I don't remember it being called Grand Turismo colon based if I, on a true story. Well, yeah, if I had to guess, I think it's because like in systems like ticket taking systems or what have you, they need to like register that differently so it doesn't like fuck up things okay. as far as like the actual Grand Turismo or like other things called Grand Turismo. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. What other as things a fan, are called Grand as, Turismo? You know, I mean, I guess, when I guess, like, the game or the cloud. Like, I, I, <laughs> like there's oh, probably there's, SEO. Probably it's, it's a mix of like it's that kind of thing. It's the same with like Ghostbusters when they added answer the call onto it, where it's like, sure, yeah, sure. there just yeah, needs yeah, to be yeah. like a even though it's not officially called that, they just like add a thing and so like yeah, makes a, yeah. Yeah, a separation. Anyway. Okay. All right.
as a fan of Fast and the Furious, I respect adding way too much to the title. <laughs> Perfect. To distinguish what it you is. You say that, but they keep going smaller. Furious 7, F8, F5, F9, FX. I mean, we were at number three was the longest we're at, you know, the Fast and the Furious Tokyo. But they're really good at SEO. They're nailing the thing. As far as separating them between them, yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. But like, cause that one's so long, and then it's like, all right, let's just take away like the articles. Fast and furious, <laughs> done. Like <laughs> done, done, out. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, that was more depressing than I thought it would be. Thanks for that. <laughs> um... <laughs>